Good morning. Welcome, everybody. Another episode RC After Hours, and we got a packed studio here this morning, and it already feels like it's 900 degrees in here. <laughs> it is supposed to be like 60 degrees here in Ohio, uh, and rain, more rain. And wind. And wind. 50 mile an hour gust here. It's crazy, I huh? The house was so, what are we going to fly after the podcast, <laughs> yeah, right? Something big. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you want to hang out and join us on the show, go check out RC After Hours Facebook Live. We're, the show is up there right now. We are live where we will interact with you and take your questions and have some fun. So joining us today in studio, the great white hunter, as always. And I'm thank goodness hunting is over yeah. with because now yeah. you're back in the studio. Yeah. Mike Coolins. Hello, everyone. And... Everybody's favorite female pilot that we get a lot of requests to come back on the show. Absolutely. Chloe, back hey. in studio. How are you? Hey. Thank nice, you. Nice to see you again. Um, unfortunately, I'm not sure what's going on. Andre is missing today. I got a text from him uh, late last night saying, you know, FYI, I don't think I can make the podcast. So everybody's favorite Canadian will not be joining us today. I hope everything is okay. Yeah, I have not... Well. Uh, heard from him today but so andre if you're listening or out there we miss you buddy hope everything's good and we'll talk to you soon um first thing uh mike we got a new sponsor to help the show for a few months anyway they thought you know what we really like you guys we want to try to keep the show going help you guys out so getfpv.com has uh jumped on the RC After Hours bandwagon here, and they're going to help us out for a few months. So Very if good. anybody is into anything FPV or race quads or even batteries or Lumineer batteries are awesome, uh, they've come on board to... FPV wings, which I might... FPV wings, <laughs> quads, you name it. Yep. Like, they are probably one of the best companies out there as far as anything FPV-related or quad-related. Great service, great guys down there. You know, Sean, Mike, Jeff, Roy, they're all fantastic. Their customer service is awesome. Their shipping is great. Usually you order something and it's out that day, and within a couple days you get it on your doorstep. And I know I get stuff on my doorstep within two days all the way from Florida, so it's good. Awesome. But we want to give these guys a little bit of a shout-out before we get this show going because they are helping us out here. So... When you buy a drone online or drone parts online, it's usually shipped overseas and it takes weeks to get it delivered. Or sometimes it's even missing because the batteries get held up in customs. You know, everybody's got them stupid battery. The airline's got those battery laws now where they can't ship them, you know, so it's a pain in the butt. So if you're buying a gift, simply want to use the drone, drone parts for a special occasion, you will be very likely disappointed at the experience. If you are new to drone or the infrastructure after the purchase services, you could have a problem, right? So, getfpv.com ships drone and drone accessories directly from the warehouse in the United States, same day. Their knowledge and support staffs are there within reach on phone, email, Facebook, even video conference, or FaceTime to help you out. Your number one shop for everything drone and FPV. Try their same-day shipping services. Now, did you know, Mike, when you buy a consumer or commercial drone and drone gears online, it's usually manufactured by some unknown factory overseas who likely infringed a popular or high-value U.S. design product without knowing the engineering specifications that matters most to a drone's flying time, aerial dynamic flows, and a lot of other key engineering 
design factors. If you're a drone OEM, hobbyist, drone racer, enthusiast, or beginner who loves flying drones or first-person view experience, but not sure who to trust or shop, get FPV. Go check them out. They offer their Lumineer branded drones for consumer and commercial drone gears are all designed in the U.S., manufactured in their own facilities overseas to exact specifications and standard. Your worldwide supplier of quality drone and FPV gear Test out their Luminaire branded products from GetFPV.com. And we got a little special something for everybody listening out there. Go check them out if you want to buy some gear, drones, whatever. If you t- put in the code after hours 2018 you will receive 10% off your whole order value if you spend up to 120 bucks. Pretty good. Pretty good. So go check it out. After <laughs> hours 2018 in the discount code when you get something from get fpv at a value of over 120 bucks you can't beat that 10 percent off over 120 you're getting a good discount so get fpv go check them out we thank them for joining us and uh got the shirt on today. yeah i saw See? that i reminded me of people so, looking at like what's that say? yeah yeah uh funny funny <laughs> oh, story yeah. i mean if if you're in the rc industry <laughs> we understand we it right understand that but the funny story was we were at a birthday party for my my younger son it was like it one of them jumping places and i was sitting there and had the shirt on did i tell you <laughs> yeah. this story yeah. while these moms kept looking at my shirt and i was like what? what's <laughs> going on and i asked my wife i go why do they keep looking at my shirt and my wife says well if you don't know what it is and you glance at it and it says get it you know they're <laughs> yeah, it like, like not really sure what right. it is you know what i mean Make out so the they're letters. trying to really figure out what what kind of shirt is that guy it wearing? Seem appropriate. Yes, get fupa. <laughs> yeah, get fupa. So it was just kind of a funny story. Uh, you glance. That's at. why I was looking at your shirt, trying to see which one you had. And sure, you're like, one. you're sure you're yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blasting. You. So, that's what you were looking at. Um, Eyes yeah. up here. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Mike, you're already in trouble. <laughs> we have been in the show two I'm minutes. Surprised. Mike Philly didn't say, what'd you do <laughs> now, Mike? I'll never forget saying that when you were in the Bigfoot scene. Oh. Oh, hey, man. speaking of Bigfoot, were those cookies good your sister yeah, made you? They were way better than the lemon pie my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're really good. Those were that fantastic. Was so funny. She is such the jokester. Fantastic. So. Oh, my gosh. She she could not wait to give me. I guess she found those cutters down in Georgia when they were visiting her son at the air base. Oh, really? And uh, she saw those cutters, and my mom's like, who would buy those? And she grabbed him off the shelf right now. <laughs> she was the one buying them. Oh my gosh. She's like, she couldn't wait to get those made and mm-hmm. into my hands. And I, it, it was great. That was great fantastic. Oh, yeah. If anybody doesn't know, go check out our Facebook. Uh, Mike's sister made him some Bigfoot cookies. Tammy Jones. And yep. they were fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. So, all right. Speaking of FPV, Chloe, I wanted to start off with you. We haven't talked to you for quite a while because the weather's been so crappy here. We haven't been out flying. I know you've been busy doing things. But uh, one of the last times we had you on the show, uh, you were, you dove headfirst into the FPV stuff. You got goggles. You bought, I think, an Inductrix FPV Plus. And then later on, we were out flying, and we got a dog in here because I opened the door because yeah. it's hot in here, and now he's bothering everybody. But the <laughs> air does feel good. Yes. Um, we went out flying. I put you under the goggles under the Optera. Yeah. And I think you flew that around and loved it, and yep. I, you ended up buying one, yep. right? So I was just curious, how is the FPV experience going? Have you d- been doing some flying around your house, or what's going on? Honestly, I haven't even got it out of the basement yet. It's You're all kidding. put together. Uh-huh. <clears throat> we, we just haven't had the weather for right. it. And 
I wanted to wait until I had maybe you or some of mm-hmm. the guys out there again to spot for me while I'm flying. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I don't think they make skis for the Optera. <laughs> no, but it's a belly lander. I mean, it, that yeah. thing should land. Well, Except right now. You it's got probably, the camera and everything. Yeah. Right, down. right now, it would be like <laughs> underwater or in the mud because yeah. yeah. everything is flooded oh, right yes. now. It's the Tuscarawas River. Oh, I'm excited to get it up yeah. there. How about like the Inductric stove? You've been flying that around the house or anything? Yeah, I'm getting yeah. a little better now. Little I can better. actually go up and down the stairs mm. and everything without bumping walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And constantly running it into the stalactites on the oh, ceiling. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, a couple other things, but I also we're going to uh, get into probably a little mini review of the AT6 because I know you've had that out and yeah. fly it. Um, but what else? I know you've you've bought a few things here recently, or maybe more than a few things. But yeah, I, I, I want to gush into the microphone and tell you all the things oh I've my got. Gosh, but it's unbelievable. I've got so many projects going. Um, mm-hmm. We've of course been working on the Cessna 182. Mm-hmm. That's the balsa kit, a pick a kit. Yeah. Building that with my dad. Um, I've got a decathlon that's already to go. Yep, which we're going to talk. We're going to get yeah, all that, in the gasters yeah, here yeah, in a little bit. I've so, yep. got that all fired up. <clears throat> I've got uh, a P47 uh, Thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. Um, is I, that the Hangar 9 yeah, one? It's the Hangar oh, 9 the one. the 20cc version, I think it is, yes. right? Oh, yes. that is going to be nice. Got one of those. Um, I've been slowly acquiring all the parts. Uh, my latest purchase of this paycheck was the landing gear set. Mm-hmm. Got that. Everything you know goes there yep i joined the albatross club yes i, I was I, so funny because <laughs> anybody doesn't know i think the last time we we had you on the show i i now have two albatrosses one's basically just the parts and the other one's mint i really don't even want to fly it they're becoming harder and harder to yes. find you're like i'll buy it off you whatever you want i want one of these yeah. i'm like no you're not getting the albatross and i i was so i was like so dismayed but yes <laughs> And of course, everybody's, um, I don't know what you want to call him. Everybody's, um, Craig Lister, RC Finder. He's my hookup man. Adam Drain, yeah. who finds all these deals or whatever, he contacted you because he found another one. He did. I'm surprised he didn't find a trailer full of them. <laughs> It was almost like slipping a note under the door. Like he just showed a picture, and I'm like, I, I see it. I, I'm on it. Yeah. You know, I drove all the way to Sandusky. Wow. After work in the evening, which is a wow. good two hour drive from this area. So he did he find it on Craigslist? A guy was selling it, it or was what on was it? RC group on Facebook. In oh. fact, the guy has like probably a dozen planes, mm-hmm. and his wife died recently, oh. and he's trying to secure all the bills and everything. Mm-hmm. So I. I drove up there. I told him I'll be right there right after work instantly. And he met me there and gave him the money. And Wow. Uh, Sweet. And it's in good shape. It's and in mint. It's really? never been flown. You're kidding me. Was never. it in the box or was it together? It's, it's together. It's together. It, I saw only one thing, and I think it was actually from the packaging. Mm-hmm. There was a little minor little just like little what are you crease or something uh-huh. in the yep. foam just like a thumbnail or something but other than oh, man, that it looks like you took it out wow yesterday out of the box wow and, and i put a battery on it. everything works mm-hmm. so sweet it's perfect um so are you gonna fly it or is it gonna be a shelf no. clip oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna fly it <laughs> nobody wants to fly the albatross so you just give it to me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I'll fly. laughs> i'm not gonna fly that sucker i don't have any spare parts oh i know that is a whole I, I, I will if you sell that me one of yours. Oh, I see how it's going to go. Well, he's got a good part plane. Yeah. <laughs> What's the chance of you wrecking the same stuff? I may coast good? it up and down the field a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm 
for sure in the spring, I, I got to take it out and just cruise it around. Get the yeah. the SE5 and the Albi out together and, you yeah. know. But I know me. If I get if I taxi around, I, I start to get, yeah. you know, confident. And right. then I'm like, you know, yeah. get off the ground. I'll just make I'll a pattern. Just go. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. Um, all right. Before we get into the, the gas, the whole gasser thing and, you know, um, you've had the AT6 for a little while from Horizon. Yes. Um, it's a 1.5 meter bind and fly basic uh we'll just go through the specs real quick and then we'll get into it um oh let's see six channel 15 size brushless motor runs on a 2200 to 3003 cell uh it's a 57 inch wingspan which is a little bit bigger than uh most of the normal um or i want to say the e-flight or park zone planes pretty good size plane isn't oh, yeah. it yeah yeah looks beautiful gray and blue color and everything like that um so what was your here, here's one thing before we get into it. I, I might have said this before, but there's something about Horizon planes, whether you fly, especially we'll, we'll just, since we're on the Warbird subject, we'll talk about it. Anytime I get a Horizon Warbird, for some reason, I've flown so many of them and their characteristics are so good in general. They've had a few and, you know, little misses here and there, but they all kind of fly the same in a, in a sense. Like I never, when I get it, e-flight warbird or parts on warbird and i get it out of the box and get it all together and fly it i'm never worried about it It doesn't bother me i don't get nervous with it i know they don't have any bad tendencies or anything like that so this one i'm sure flies great and everything but you know out of the box in general too you pull them out there's not much you have to put together either right well <clears throat> this one was different was it for me mm-hmm and again, keep in mind, I, I rate myself an intermediate pilot. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't flown a lot of low-wing planes before, especially styrofoam ones. And the one that I did fly, the Corsair, I immediately crashed Right, it. right. So I was a little nervous taking this one off. Um, out of the box, it's basically all together for you already. Mm -hmm. You have very, I mean, the least amount I've ever had to do on any plane, put this together. And it was just very tight. Everything was really nice to put together. Had it together in probably 15 minutes and, you know, bound and everything. Mm -hmm. um, when I went to take it off, though, I, I learned a few lessons right away. Yeah. This plane likes to taxi. you got to get it up to speed. You don't want to hammer mm -hmm. the throttle. If you do, you do get motor torque. It oh, okay. It just works right to the side. Mm -hmm. um, so I put a little bit of a throttle curve on the throttle so it wouldn't I wouldn't accidentally hammer it all the way up. Right. Um, when it takes off, it just that safe mode. If you have that on, it just takes it right off. If you don't have the safe mode on, again, it gets a little, you know, wants to turn to that. Well, from my perspective, it wants to tip to the left side a little bit mm -hmm. every single time. And I should mention, I have two of these planes. Oh, geez, <clears throat> I've got two of them. One they, for parts. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two of them, uh -huh. and I put them both together, and they're both. Um, they both do the same thing. Same no kidding. So it's not, yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe it was just the one plane. So mm -hmm. I went up and got another one. And uh, nope, it does it on this on both. Um, mm. It's just that's what you go, you got to watch for. And yeah. Maybe it's no big deal to an experienced pilot. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was like coming off that safe mode. And mm -hmm. you know, I, I was getting my confidence up. I didn't really need it that much anymore when I was really surprised that like, oh, this is a new lesson. Yeah. You know, I have to right. watch throttling up and it mm -hmm. could crank over on mm -hmm. me but up in the air it flies like a darling it's just really smooth and it's really cool to see 
you know, the coming in you know, swoops up yeah. close. Yeah. The landing gear is really beautiful on this plane. All yeah. metal. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to tear this landing gear up like other ones. Right. Um, the shocks on it are just, and the tire, the, the details they did on the landing gear are just extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, is it? Do they have like the foam? Is it kind of rubbery? What's they're what's like the... a rubber, like a harder rubber, mm-hmm. uh, almost foam. Uh, I don't know what the material is, but it has like a tire pattern on it as well. And they, they look really good. The tire and the rims, everything. They're not like off-the-shelf Dubros or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. look really good. Mm-hmm. And they fold up really nice. Uh, the split flaps on it are really cool how they did that. <clears throat> the way it works is uh, when you put your flaps down, they're split flaps. Yep. And there's actually this little metal bracket in between. So the mm. one they only really have the one moving. Mm-hmm. And when it moves, they lift the other two up. Oh, so, okay. I did come in on a little bit of a hard landing on one of those, and that little flap, my flaps were down, they hit the ground, and they popped out. I was able to just put those right back together. They didn't break, nothing. Mm -hmm. The flaps are made out of really nice uh, hard plastic. Mm, Okay. Because, too, you know, with the AT6, it's it's fairly low to the ground. It's not like you have this big, tall landing gear on, like, you know, looking at these, uh, the the BF-109s, they got really tall landing gear. This one plane actually six pretty low to yeah. the ground <clears throat> you need mowed grass yeah um, did you take off on the grass it, i did oh wow and i landed on the grass mm-hmm. and i just would bring it in and almost on its tail uh-huh. when, when it was landing that thing and it stuck it it comes down really fast too oh really yeah those those split flaps because you have a you know, I have a flap basically underneath yep. the plane as well yep. yep so you get a lot of stopping power nice beautiful yeah fit and finish <laughs> typical horizon i mean look, pictures there i haven't seen it in person yet but it looks fantastic it, yeah. it is yeah, the good design detail. and the stickers everything mm-hmm. the at6 had the tricycle landing no oh yeah tail yeah tail dragger is that what oh, tail dragger. yeah tail okay, it's a typical okay. warbird tail dragger okay. yeah yeah um yeah the battery and weight ratio up front they say you know they recommend like a 2200 to 3200 mm-hmm. I found the 3200 to be the minimum you want. It mm-hmm. does want to, you got to get some weight up front there. Yeah. It is a little tail heavy yeah. to, me, to my perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of funny too because uh, I, I know you and also Andre's kind of the same way. You like the heavier batteries, maybe that kind of feel. And I, I'm the opposite. You like like I want the lightest feeling. Yeah. 2200 make it light you know kind of thing it's just but that's cool they give you that option you know if you don't mind that and you want a 2200 and keep it super light or you want the extra flying time or the heavy feel or flying in wind or whatever right you know you can throw the 3000 in it or 32 or whatever my preference is a safe landing yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's my preference Yeah, uh, and I do like that with Horizon. You know, they've been more generous in their battery options. You know, most of the time, unless you carved out some foam or something, it was a twenty-two hundred, and that was about it. You know, now twenty-two hundred to a thirty-two hundred—that's quite the big difference in in battery size. It is. You know, so if you got twenty-two hundred, you're good. If you got a bunch of thirty-two hundred, you're good. So, um, anything else you wanted to throw in there about it? Uh, um, I no, I mean pretty. It's- just a good all-around... All-around plane, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely affordable, too. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of money. 
Uh, yeah, the Bind and Fly basic is two sixty nine. Could you put this stuff on the monitor by uh, any chance? Yeah. If not, it's yep. fine. Nope. Let me turn the TV on. Just so our people viewing could see as yep. well. And they, they had the on. mosquito theme to it. Did you know the history of the mosquito squadron and all that? A little bit. Yeah. yeah they flew the reconnaissance missions mm-hmm. down really low. They would fly about fifteen hundred feet off the ground and have to get paint the targets um, for you know military mm-hmm. there we throw it up on the tv oh, that is low gear yeah, yeah yeah so but yes. it looks the nice thing about the the low gear though mike is it's going to be very stout it's short you know plus it ha- does have the suspension on yeah it. it's so strong like compared to my t28 mm-hmm. and every plane i've been flying i've always been having landing gear issues yes and yes. they're bending um on yep. my t28 before i even ever got it in the air i was just taking off and all the pants just immediately snapped off and went mm-hmm. all over the place mm-hmm. Rebought new ones they did the same thing so i bought a new ones and i set them off to the side and put them on the plane so this one here i thought maybe i might have the same problem but they're mm-hmm. so stout they yeah. made these parts really rugged sure they're, they're not going to come off very easy sure. right you're right beautiful looking plane it'll be interesting to see down the road too is if horizons uh sticks with this kind of size you know they went their general warbirds there for a long time were 1100 millimeters and then they stepped it up to 1200 millimeters and now you know this one's a 1.5 you know when i say 57 inches or somewhere close to that so they're actually getting a little bit bigger i think it's the 15 um, size electric engine. Yep. They probably could have toned that down even. I mean, this thing has a lot of power. Oh, see, it I really like that. Because, no, see, you got to keep the power there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's fantastic. Because, again, I, I like what Horizon does. They kind of keep their Warbirds on the three cells where a lot of companies are going, you know, you got to go four cells now on the same size Warbird. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I kind of like the, the cheaper battery staying on the three cell. Now, obviously, it's not going to be doing... 100 mile an hour you know low passes but for yeah. you you said you're you know an intermediate you had yeah. plenty of power yeah oh definitely yeah so that's good you want yeah is that the only color scheme? i might have missed it earlier yes. on in that that is it mike that's the color scheme okay yeah it comes in there's other people online that's already been detailing them and coloring them oh and painting i'm sure them and i'm sure i think andre said he wanted the canadian version mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise <laughs> surprise yeah <laughs> So there you have it, guys. That's the Horizon Hobby E-Flight AT6 1.5 meter bind and fly basic. Beautiful airplane. If you're looking for a newer Warbird or something different, go check it out. Uh, show the tail wheel real quick. I just want to show you. Uh, I love the wind they do this. Hang on. Let me see if I can wheel. find it. Where is it? Mm, do they show the tail wheel? Um, I think one of them, the pictures you just had up, it, it has it. Uh, Maybe the, show the second right. from the bottom. Yeah, right there. That one, this one here. Yeah, I don't know if it will go in close. There's a broadside shot next to it. This one here. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell or not, but they didn't mount it to the um, stabilizer. They put it right on the body, and it has a linkage that actually turns it with the thing. Mm -hmm. So when you're coming down, you have this hard landing. You're not tearing out. Oh, that's nice. It's really nice. Yeah, they did a really nice job on that. Right. Nice. So there you have it. Yep, love it. E flight. AT6. All right. Let's uh, get into some gassers. Um, first of all, I got to say, I love gas engines. I've, you know, not so much airplane really, but I was in everybody that listens to the show or has been around knows that I was huge in the one fifth scale gas cars and been around gas in, you know, the 26, the 23s, the 30s. 
we were, you know, doing stroker kits and reed valve. In, I mean, I was really into it for a long. You know, I was pumping in seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a motor. You know, into some of these. So, and and I kind of miss it. Don't get me wrong, but practicality, practicality wise, you know, flying, I just wasn't, you know, for me and flying at our field and electric, you know, is is the way to go. But here recently, and again, I'm gonna say. I also did the nitro motor thing for a long time. I hate nitro motors, to be honest with you. And and be and before a lot of these smaller gas, you know, con- uh, nitro motors converted over to gas. I didn't want a nitro motor airplane. But don't I, you like the smell? I do like, I the, like smell, the smell. But everything else, I don't like the the tunability of them. They were a pain in the butt. They were so weather dependent. Like you could get a, a great tune early in the morning, and by afternoon, you had to retune the stupid thing. Yeah. And, you know, the cost of fuel, the nitro went, it's like, really doubled. Crazy. Yeah. So, it was like, I don't even want to deal with it. The mess, you know, that you had, I was like, forget it. I <laughs> don't want anything to do with it. But somehow, some way, uh, these manufacturers started figuring out, you know, we can take these smaller nitro motors and convert them over to, to regular gas. And they started coming out with, you know, the 10cc, the 15cc, even the, you know, now the you know, 20cc gas motors to where... You're running pump gas. You can go 20 minutes or half hour now on a tank instead of five. Yeah, you know which is crazy. Uh, I, you know, price wise, they're they're fairly reasonable to buy. So once they started doing this, and we talked about this a long time ago when everything started converting over, it started to pique my interest a little bit. Like you know, maybe I could try getting into some gas. You know, a little 10 cc gas motor is not very expensive. It doesn't have to be a huge giant plane. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about it and then hanging out with you, Chloe, a little bit more because you're all about the... Well, you were probably obviously all flying nitro back in the day, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And now you've actually kind of... It's my con- first gas. First engine. gas. Yeah. And you had a little, um, I don't know, it was a project plane, basically, mm-hmm. decathlon, right? I, I went up to the local hobby store mm-hmm. and found one that I just, you know, would buy off the ceiling hanging there and I was I gutted it mm-hmm. I said okay I'm I don't want to spend a lot of time building a plane I just want to learn to all the nuances of flying a gas plane what yeah. it's going to take building a field kit the mm-hmm. mess whatever right learn to deal with this mm-hmm. and so that's what I did I went and bought a uh, I think it was a great plane super decathlon yeah. 40 yeah and, nice looking plane too yeah, that looks it. like it's going to be a lot of fun got it cheap mm-hmm. um gutted out everything put in a new spectrum um, everything. I even put in a safe mode receiver. Oh my. So it's going to fly with safe mode. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. 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 I built a deck and a platform. It's got telemetry module in it. So wow. it's telling me the RPM, yep. the temperature yep. of Sweet. the engine. Um, <clears throat> and then I put in a evolution, uh, evolution, uh, 10 CC, 10 CC. Yep. And that's really interesting hooking these things up. I've, you know, I was, I'm used to dealing with like, you have to put the plug on there for the nitro, uh-huh. you know, the glow plug. Yeah. And, you don't have to do any of that. There's no. a spark maker yeah. uh, inside. A ignition it. module, Ex- yes. Yes. Yep. Just like a regular gas in, you know, engine. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was anticipating all kinds of problems starting it up for the first time. Fired Let right Let me up. tell you, yeah. this thing was like one one pull done type starting experience. Went out there, um, hooked it up. I did have one little problem, but it was my own error. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was putting one of the fuel nipples on, I put in a little bit of um, thread locker. Oh. Just the tiniest yeah. dab, and I thought I got it all off. Well, when I put it in there, all the thread locker gathered oh. at the bottom and plugged my, my nipple part up. Yeah. So I 
when I was pumping my gas Fuel. and it wouldn't go oh. in. So I pulled that off, put another one on. When I did that, I hooked up my, uh, flipped the switch on to the ignition. Mm-hmm. And um, I put in a kill switch module too, so yep. I can hit it right off your radio. Right. Yep. And uh, put my charger on and my starter, put it right on there. Within like a half a second, it was no kidding. <laughs> and they tell you two and a half um, screws mm-hmm. on the needle. Yeah, it is exact. I right. mean, I I counted it. I thought, no way is this going. It's going <laughs> to yeah. clunk. And yeah, yeah, smoke. Yeah. Right. Did not smoke. Yep. Nothing. It right. was just like perfect like you took it like a master mm-hmm. of flight tuned this thing already and told you this is what you need to do yeah and you do that you're gonna guarantee success right wow. right perfect yeah loved it and and like i said we were talking earlier that the price on i can't remember i think is it 199 for yeah, the it was Tennessee? like 199 yeah and for I, 200 bucks yeah, it was really really affordable mm-hmm. And did they roughly say, like, uh, for the tank you got and everything, how much flying time you can really get? Yes. Uh, I think on that one, it was like 10 to 12 ounce. You're going to get somewhere like, I think, 30, 25 to 30 minutes. That's crazy. I put a 14 ounce tank in mine, just to be sure. Yeah. Because I don't really like to run the tank all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. So I figure, and I don't really like flying, you know, that that long with a plane just back and forth Mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, a lady uh, not running the tank low. I don't even believe it. <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. <laughs> that's, that's a good that's, point. That's two. <laughs> that's two. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, need, they need a little low light switch on the radio mic, right? <laughs> oh, Beep. Low, low fuel. <laughs> Time to fill up. I can't drive there and give you a tank. Sorry, you're up in the air. <laughs> What's this little light? Yeah. <laughs> why is it, I'm sorry. Why is I it chugging? Oh, that's, that's funny. funny. Oh, wow. Sorry to get off track. That's all right. No. <laughs> well, that's why she went with the extra 14 <laughs> ounce tank. Yeah. Exactly. I, like I outsmarted I myself. Like that. That's great. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they don't, on those tanks too, like you're normally putting in on your gas tank an extra breather line, mm-hmm. a fill line, mm-hmm. and, and a you know, carburetor line. Yeah. Well, in this one, you have to make sure everything's fuel rated. Yeah. So they make a little stopper kit from mm-hmm. Dubro. Mm-hmm. Change that out, put the fuel the gas one in yep. and you only put two and you have breather in the fuel right that's right yeah. and yep. i use the filling plug mm-hmm. that you quick fill yep makes it real easy I, i've never had to do that me and my dad had discussion back and forth oh it's got to be pressurized i'm like no dad no. This, yes. this has a pump right and when you the tank was dry mm-hmm. and all my lines were dry mm-hmm. i have it to where you can see the lines coming up to the motor yep i literally um turned the propeller a half a turn you could see it already sucking really? the gas up uh, wow just by hand turning it a mm-hmm. little bit and goes that's awesome it's really good yeah so what'd you think when you got it out and you got it fired up and you were oh, running it oh, sounds good i was just jump- i was like yeah. oh i want to take this thing off yeah but you know i had to i have to work out a few more things i'm testing i haven't I haven't range tested it yet, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure how the Spectrum receiver and safe mode, all that's going to work with a gas plane Should having be that, fine. that spark line yeah. in there. I think it's like a fiber optic um, cable with mm-hmm. graphite they build mm-hmm. those cables with, mm-hmm. I, I think, and so it shouldn't right. interfere. I think I got everything lined out and um, got all my um, expos and everything dialed in now, so... Mm-hmm. 
The decathlon doesn't have, at least this model doesn't have any flaps. Mm -hmm. It has just these long, skinny ailerons on both sides. So that's something else. I've, oh, yeah. They're saying, oh, that pla the guys are like, that plane's going to tip stall and all this stuff. I'm like, uh, uh, what do I do about this, yeah. you know? Yeah. So they're saying, you know, take your ailerons, both of them, and adjust the screws and put them down just a little bit, mm -hmm. just a, a, a degree, yeah. you know, or something mm -hmm. to give it a little bit more lift. I think I think we're going to be just fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the crazy thing is, um, we talked about I think the last podcast, um, Horizon and Hangar Nine brought out the Ultra, the new Ultra Stick. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh or yeah, not. the red and white one. Uh, or is it red or orange? I can't remember. But yeah, so I've really, really been looking at that. It's very simple. It takes the 10 cc gas motor. Um, very affordable, you know, plane wise too. Uh, just four standard servos and the gas motor, and you're ready to go. So I think, Mike, here in the spring, we're going to have to try it. So we'll have a couple gas cool. gas engines out oh, there. Oh, wow. Flying around. Now, where are we going to fly? You think this is going to be cool at the school? or um, I don't know. I, I, I fly, you know, like I want to take off one, but, you know, I know. They, they've had so much drama up there lately. I know. And yeah. We've got a chat. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. We, could, we could go Maybe to Chad. Maybe we chest. could ask uh, the Fury people to go down there yeah. to the Fury field and see if right. they could. Right. Um, Either or. Yeah. Plus, I, I know we've been, we haven't done it yet, but I've been by it a hundred times. I wanted to get everybody together. Maybe go over to the old Canal Fulton Airport and talk to the people that live there now. I mean, it's right off oh, of that uh, big tree. I oh, like that would be great. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> see if they wouldn't mind if we went over there every now and then and did some flying. Be great for the gliders, the gas. You know, it's the. They it looks like they. I'd even take my mower over there and mow the runway. You know what I mean? And propose some RC after hours. After yeah, business. Yeah, something, <laughs> something. So uh, maybe we can go talk to them and see what goes on. But I'm excited. I mean, I, I kind of miss the gas stuff, so I'm, I want to want to get one out there and try it and see what see what happens i don't know but obviously you're going bigger and way more i mean this is kind of i think the uh the decathlon is going to be the starter kit for you right yeah. and then you're going to be moving on to the, the p47 and yeah i got that thunderbolt from mm -hmm. hangar nine mm -hmm. oh just so gorgeous the the covering they put on that thing mm -hmm. is like laser printed so you have all the rivet details. Oh, really? Oh, my. I didn't know that. Bring it up once. Take a look at it. It's it's stunning. And it's just built so well. If you're really into balsa kits, mm -hmm. this one can be can either electric or um, gas. Now, <clears throat> I think I may go electric on this one. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, you need seven channels mm -hmm. if you go electric, and you need six channels if mm. you go gas. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, I said that backwards. It's seven channels for gas. Gas, six for electric. For electric, yeah. right. Yeah, oh, there it is. That's a big plane. Wow. When, when you hold it, wow. you just you feel like you're holding some like great build. Somebody built something really nice. Wow. My only um, critique on it would be the front nose where the engine mm -hmm. um, pistons show. That, that kind of looks a little... Oh, like know. the fake engine up yeah, there? Yeah, it could use a little bit more, more detail. detail. So yeah. I think I'm going to take mine and hand paint a little mm -hmm. bit of detail into it. The nice thing is with a P47, I don't care who, who makes it or whatever, I've never really flown a bad bad flying P47. They're all generally really good. Oh, here's the front of the note. I see what you mean. It looks... Yeah. Yeah, yeah when you got that kind side. of plane... Yeah, the back. Yeah. It is kind of cheesy. I like. don't like that prop either. No. <laughs> no yeah, I, I agree. It. Yeah. 
I want a three prop and mm -hmm. I want some detail to the engine. Right. Maybe a smoker kit if Ooh. I go electric or yeah. a gas. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I want to have a little smoking to mm. it. Nice. And and I lied. I thought it was a thirty. I guess it's a twenty cc gas. So uh, yeah. not as bad as I thought. Twenty cc. I'd do that. Evolution That's twenty GX. Yep. Yep. That's the size I'm putting in my Cessna fifth scale. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. Wow. You know, you could really uh, step it up and go four-stroke. Get the old uh, Sato in there. You sound like my dad. <laughs> By the way, hi, dad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah he likes the four-stroke. What's likes your dad's name again? Give him a shout-out. Uh, Barry. Barry, yeah. yeah Barry. Barry's a good guy. I, I always feel bad when I'm out there flying with Barry because... <laughs> Usually something happens to poor Barry. I don't know, <laughs> know what it is, but I thought I had my that. karma. Yeah, <laughs> something always happens to poor Barry, but he takes it with stride. He's yeah, like, he, ah, you know, whatever. he fixes it yeah. like, instantly. I think he almost likes to do that. You know, he pushes the limits. Yes, yes. The short little story. This is the type of guy he is. He had a Fiero GT. He bought one brand new off the lot, you know, loved the car. Mm -hmm. If he needed a pack of cigarettes, he and it was like six feet of snow, it wouldn't matter. He'd get that Fiero out there and make it go up the road. <laughs> if he had to haul something, he would literally <laughs> take two by fours and have them coming out the sunroof. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> coming out and hauling stuff that way. He's just one of those guys that I'll make it oh, work. Yeah, yeah. that's going to stop him, huh? Right. Well, I remember, awesome. I remember the one time, I can't remember if he, what he was flying, but it, he was way out there. Like, we were like, how can he see that plane? <laughs> oh, one of my moments. Yeah. Oh, and oh, and yeah. then he goes, oh, I think I lost signal. And you're like, no, dad, I think it's just out of your it's sight like range. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when he got in the tree. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's maneuvering, believe me. Yeah. He just can't see yeah. it. Yeah, he had distance. that apprentice. That's what, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Th there was a tree that had oh. to die yeah. to get it down. That's right. <laughs> it was just funny. He's like, oh, I think I lost it. You're like, no. Was I that just... at Jackson? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. he was all the way at one end, at the end of the field, and he landed in the tree where you landed uh, in. We don't want like, to say that. Yeah. <laughs> remember that all too well. We don't have to worry yeah. about hitting that tree anymore, Mike, because it's not yeah. even there anymore. It's gone. Well, there's a tree that has a few less limbs. <laughs> I said there's some firewood nearby. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was We funny. had the police out there. They're like, what are you doing? I'm yeah. like, oh, don't mind us. We're not hurting anything. <laughs> like, you okay? You guys need some help? No, we're good. <laughs> I'm in that big spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> We were out like five in the morning on the uh, field trying to get the plane down. I was out Husqvarna. at yeah. I was out in a lightning storm. Yes, with this big stream light. Yes, <laughs> I think I got landed planes. <laughs> trying to get light up in that tree. I, I thought like, you were going to die that night, Mike. I really I, did. I honestly did too, because that when that tree fell down and I was like forty uh, feet in the air, <laughs> like, this uh, is going to take me down with it. That's a lot of weight. Oh man. I still don't know how I did. That was one of the dumbest things, and why I put my life in danger like that for a I plane know. is beyond me. I know. You're not smart. Finally, the dog is unplugging everything. Uh, um, well, Mike, why I'm trying to plug this back in, you were over at Chad Capper's. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even going to mention that. You got to talk about this, because this is great. So talk about what you were doing, what he was well, doing, I, and what you got. What did I go over there for? Oh, I wanted to, I wanted to give him some things. I mm -hmm. dropped off a digital DMM for him that I repaired at work and, and uh, calibrated. <laughs> and I, gave, I think I gave him a case or something. But anyways, so I'm over there, and he's putting a new floor in his basement where the Swede used to live. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
where the Swede used to live. Dave Indestall. Anyways, so I helped him a little bit, very little. He's putting vinyl down there, and he's like, he's cleaning out the basement. So, mm-hmm. like, so he pulls his bin out, and I said, well, you, you talked about giving me that uh, flying wing there, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have to put my own FPV camera yeah. and stuff in it. And I said, I... Chris, Chris said you probably had a, a couple or whatever, and sure enough, he had like four of them. I'm like, Chad, I don't need four. Yeah. I just need one. I'll pay you for it, whatever. He's like, no, no. Pay. Well, then he pulls out this blue bin full of all. He's like, I gotta get rid of this stuff. And of course, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I gotta clean out my own basement. And here he is. <laughs> you, you want this? I'm like, yeah. I'll take <laughs> it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> so I'm like looking through this stuff. He's got. He's got all this. It's like his little. I said this is like the quad box, only like a big quad <laughs> box, <laughs> like I'm a like, bin. I, I still haven't looked through all the items, but there's like little, loose wires, you know. Well, I I have all them Dean connectors because that was all his throwaway. Oh, <laughs> anyways, but uh, yeah, there was like some servos. It was just awesome what he'd given me, and I'll put it to use some way or another. But mm-hmm. it was kind of funny that I was. T- cleaning up and then he also gave me i hope dave isn't upset with this at all but the uh vegan that he uh phone carved oh that is fantastic the the wings are are bent like really bad somehow i did not do that yeah (laughs) and i may get your suggestions on how you did the wing for that it looks like just basic foam board i may have to rebuild that Mm -hmm. but i i will make sure it gets the best use out of it that yeah. I can with that and try to restore it as best I can. So, mm-hmm. but we may put it up here just as a memory type item. Next yeah. time we do a podcast. With Sweet. Him. So awesome. And then we got like rotor riot. Oh, yeah. That's cool. he, yeah. These yeah, are like heavy duty. I don't know. I, mean, I don't even know if he knows steel. I don't even know if he knows what was in that bin. Really? <laughs> if he wants his stuff back, make sure you let me know, Chad. Because I don't want to take something that you do. Really I mean, like these things have. here are just that awesome. Needs some more felt on the bottom. It's like a but they're throwing stuff. I know. <laughs> it's almost kind of wicked. Oh, they're man. heavy. I, I think did he plasma cut these or, or water jet or something? Water yeah. jetted. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who who made them, but they're awesome. And I mean, like I said, I don't even know if he was aware of everything <laughs> in that bin. I got to take him the empty bin back, but I'll be like Chad, if you need any of this back, let me know. I think you got a ready to fly or close oh, to a ready to fly quad yeah, in the box yeah, or something. I, I I don't even know what Some brand kind of Emacs quad. I showed you briefly. Yeah. I got to figure that. out. <laughs> he said one of the rotor ride guys was flying it in one of their episodes, so I'll try to research that, mm-hmm. come back and see who it was flying it and, mm-hmm. and what brand i didn't even research enough to know what brand it yeah. was but huh. he gave me that little i have to show you that little uh bump i don't know why i call them it's a very little fat fuselage plane with like no control surfaces at all like real little rudder mm-hmm. we saw one at the toledo show like a full scale one okay what's it called a cb i don't remember I they look remember. so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's like a plane, and you'd like crush oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it sits like way hot. Yeah. I don't know. I forget what the name of it. I'm horrible. But he gave me one of those. I don't know if I'll just keep that for comic relief because it just looks silly and funny. But hmm. I'm sure it flies. It couldn't fly well. I, d- I couldn't imagine it does. And then he gave me a balsa type plane. I'll show you that. I don't have a. Clue can we blow it up or something? What can we? No, he said actually it flies really well. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, and I can't remember. I'll have to show you. I'm mm. horrible. <laughs> Speaking of but blowing up planes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. We got to get What's on that. Up? Yeah. Oh, Soon as we got to get a weather break. It has been raining, what, five, let's see, 
I still six hate, days straight. I hate fl- blowing that up. Oh, now that dude, it's you're configured right. We're, we're, we're blowing it up. There's, there was there's a thousand no... likes that just went over Facebook about blowing yeah. that up. Oh, I know. I know. Oh man, it's going to be done though. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. We'll get it. We'll get it there. I promise. I but it get... was nice getting together with Chad to wrap that story up. It was nice talking with him. He's so busy all the time. I know. I just we got to get him on the show definitely, too. He's he's uh, so close. Um, all right. Uh, let's jump in. I got a new product here. There hasn't been much come out. I think basically, you know, they got the Chinese New Year going on. So if a lot of companies yes. didn't get their stuff on the containers and the ships, it's going to be a while before we get too much new stuff. But one thing Blade uh, brought out, and I just want to talk about real quick. They did bring out, and it's funny because I was just going through some old pictures, and I sent a couple to Andre, and I don't know if I have them here on my phone. I could throw them up there. I found some old pictures of probably seven, eight years ago of some micro helis that I had like way back in the day, fixed pitch that flew like crap. Like you just physically had to concentrate like to keep this thing just cruising around like in your in your house or in the base. I mean, they were bad. I mean, it was awesome at the time because you're like, oh, I'm flying a helicopter in the house, yes. you know, but they were so bad. Battery life was terrible, but. Anyway, as we know with the quad and the heli stuff, it's it's really been coming around. So Blade brought out a it's called a Blade 70S ready to fly helicopter. So if you know anybody that likes helicopters is maybe interested in flying a heli- I think my dog just burped bucks? in it. Yeah. It's it's a regular ready to fly helicopter. Like they it's not a bind and fly. You probably can't bind it to your radio. It, it comes with the radio, battery, charger and helicopter and that's it um but so it's it, better than what you'd get at the mall you think oh for right? sure for sure absolutely <laughs> yeah 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 um is a collective pitch no no fixed pitch. Fix pitch let yeah, me tell i'll tell I you figured. a little bit okay the blade 70 is a perfect indoor ultra micro heli for beginner pilots looking to hone their skills right out of the box pilots are presented with a complete heli package ability to take their skills to the next level equipped with safe chloe safe technology Ooh, I like that Fixed pitch fly barless design offers unmatched stability. The direct drive tail motor carbon fiber tail boom keeps the heli firmly locked. One cell, 150 milliamp battery. Brushed motor provides power throttle response for an uh, immersive control feel. Low part count repairs make it quick and simple. Plus, all electronics are contained by an extremely durable composite plastic frame, making bumps, crashes stress free. Bring RC heli fun indoors. The S is equipped with a safe technology that provides renowned self-leveling and bank angle limits to make this heli extremely easy to fly. Stability, safe technology provides perfect for those getting the feel for flying a helicopter, learning orientation maneuvers, high and low rate modes, control speed, and agility to fit your flying environment. It's ready to fly. It's super small. You can fly it indoors. Of course, we talked uh, fixed pitch. Very durable, unique form factor house. Now, this was cool because I did watch the video and everything. The swash plate and linear servos are low. You know how usually a swash plate's right up on top? They change it, and the swash plate is down in below in the frame along with the servos. So, like, if you bump into things or crash whatever, that swash plate isn't going to instantly break which is kind of nice than a normal heli. Uh, it's protected low in the frame, shielding it from bumps and crashes, lightweight impact resistant frame, carbon fiber tail boom, take the durability even farther. So there you have it. Um, ready to fly, motor size 150, 
beginner, it only weighs 34 grams. So even if you do crash it, it's, you know, it's not like it's just going to disintegrate itself. And again, 60 bucks, 60 bucks for a ready to fly helicopter. And Mike, you made a fantastic point. This thing is going to be a hundred percent better than anything you get anywhere like a mall or a kiosk or wherever, even Best Buy, you know, that sells it, anything like that. You're going to get a quality product and you can go to, here's the cool thing about stuff like this is if you really like it and everything and you do break it, most of them other helis you get at the mall, or you're done. Yeah. You might as well throw it in the trash. You can go right down to your local hobby shop and get all the parts you need. Or order them online from horizonhobby.com. Or so, buy a new one. Or buy a new one for 60 bucks and a use it for one. Yeah, parts. Yeah. We're all about buying extra for parts, you know. <laughs> Even if it's the whole plane. <laughs> yes. Or two. Right. <laughs> oh, they did. Frank... Frank DeBrosk mm-hmm. said that it was the GB. The G- oh, the GB. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Adam, Adam Drain confirmed that as so well. So you got a GB? A little. Yeah, but it's like, it's a Is it the little, little um, so Horizon light. Hobby it, one, it the Ultra like, Micro, I wonder? Do you know? We'll have to check it yeah, out. Yeah, I'll show it. To, I got it. But I'm like, I, you know, I almost didn't even take it. I was just going to throw it, because. It, but I'm like, you know, it is kind of funny, and it's been in his basement, I know, forever. So it's like, <laughs> I bet it's the Horizon Ultra Micro GB that they had out years ago, if I remember Does it correctly. Fly? I can't imagine it flying good. Well, I think that's before they had AS3X and oh, everything. I could be wrong. Oh. Don't quote oh, me. I'm sure of yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sure of it. But we got you got it in the car? No, I don't. Dang I left it. it at home. Yeah. I wanted to see it. It is to send fun. me a It's picture. funny to look at. I'll yeah. give it that. But. That was one of the scariest planes that are ever made to fly. Well, is that I GB? Mean, just looking at it and seeing that little—it's all motor stuff. It's like, like they put a motor in a seat with a tail on it, and that's it. My dad's been scratch building one. Oh, are you yeah, serious? Huge one. Oh, yeah. you're kidding it's me! It's like the size of this table, just the body. It's enormous. They look Holy so scratch funny to me, build. though. Scratch built. Scratch built. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, is I he, get some pictures and, sh- and send them. Yeah. To is you. it something he's gonna finish and try oh, to fly? Oh, and, yeah. Really? Gas? Yeah. yeah. Big oh, radio. Wow. I mean, what's he gonna put for a motor in that thing? Big old gas engine. He he actually m- makes his own engines too. You're kidding me. He would buy the um, I, I guess the garbage men when they find old wee whackers, mm-hmm. they cut the shaft off and put the motor in a Gaylord or a big box, and then they sell them as a lot sale on eBay. Yep. Well, my dad would buy those up, and then he remachines them and everything, and gets them anodized, what you know, all this and that, and he turns them into. Basically, gas airplane engines. Oh. So he builds the parts and machines them himself. He's going to wow. put one of those on it. Jeez, how whiz. That's what they used to do when my dad was growing up, would put like weed eater engines on things. Like mm-hmm. that. So they like, look like something crazy. you buy out of the hobby shop, you know, under glass. They're beautiful when they're done. Wow. They don't, you could never tell that they were in a weed whacker at one point. Mm-hmm. Some he of the parts them are. Up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of them are custom, you know, mounts and everything. He machines them and. He basically parts washes them and sandblasts them and gets them refinished and stuff. They look new. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee my dad's did look new. Yeah. <laughs> they threw, they they threw it in there with the grass on it and everything yeah. else. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, so there you have it for the Blade 70S ready to fly. And I figured, too, since we got Get on board, we've been, uh, we do get a lot of requests and sometimes complaints that we don't talk about enough quad stuff or whatever, which I know it's not really our big forte. I love flying the little quad stuff. They're a lot of fun, especially when you get people together and flying like the tricopter and stuff. Yeah, I scare people when I'm flying. The you you and do I, scare I, people. You know, I may scare myself sometimes, yeah. too. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> don't leave that, that out. That tricopter coming by at 80-some miles so an hour. Who was it was with us or like, 
should we be scared at all? Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm thinking, yeah, you yeah. probably should be. <laughs> Who was that with you? Oh, I might have been my buddy from work. Oh, Justin. Justin. Yes. Yeah. yes. I think it was, it was. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I've never heard anything like this, you know. There's a guy flying up and buy a PV. I'm like, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, real quick before we get into that, also, oh, I wanted I you to talk to about oh, yeah. you flew um, Chad's yep. Mavic, Mavic Air. Mavic Air. Mavic Air. Mavic Air. How was it? I was that just was curious. Awesome. Yeah, I, you really Before liked? I left, I'm like, I, I saw you bought one and he had it in his truck because I saw the box in his basement. I'm like, mm-hmm. can I at least see yeah. what he had purchased here? <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, it's in my truck. So he goes, gets it in the truck. And, and uh, we were. He, I'm like, well, we got to go outside. He set it outside and he goes back in the house. He flies it from his couch. We're flying it from his <laughs> living room outside, you know, around. <laughs> that sounds and, like Chad. Uh, <laughs> it was phenomenal. State, obviously stable, great. Mm-hmm. And then he has the goggles as well. He bought the oh, whole kit with wow. the goggles. Now, the goggles, I, they were clear, but for my 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 vision, mm-hmm. I mean, it must be deteriorating horribly at this, at this age. I had to hold it out further to get the clarity, but the screen was very immersive. It was crystal clear, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I just flew it like he had it just stabilized. It's like fly it, Mike. And, I'm, and then he was looking for an HDMI cord because he wanted to plug it to the TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we couldn't, uh, for some reason, we couldn't. I think it was an input instead of an output jack or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. But he's like, I want to hook it up to the TV, yeah. fly it off the TV outside. Wow. But we weren't able to get that. Can, can you get another cool. transmitter that would just be on that frequency? I'm sure there's or ways of doing it. We yeah. just he did it as like a spur of the moment uh, type of thing, and we yeah. were trying to get it. That was like this really would be cool. <laughs> wow. But I just it was fun, <laughs> and I flew it a little bit. But the stability, like it's like literally on a tripod up mm-hmm. there, you know, over mm-hmm. his roof or whatever his house. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. So you liked Phenomenal. it. Phenomenal. You yes. liked it. Yes. Wow. Nice. In fact, I told him I would buy one if I could just get it to work with the fat sharks mm-hmm. without, I'm sure there might be a module or something. I didn't research it enough, but because I definitely like when I fly FPV, I want to, I want the goggles. I yes. don't want a phone or a yes. tablet. I'm yeah. sure you can fly that way, but I just don't enjoy it as much. That right. Way. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Stuff, trying or, to deal with or at least have the option to fly. Cause like I've said a hundred times, if we're doing air to air stuff and we're not high, I you want to look around, you know, you know, plane, you know, phone or tablet and look, but like if we're doing up higher stuff or trying to film the sailplanes or like when I, uh, when I was chasing you around with the radian, I had the goggles on, like you got to almost have the goggles mm-hmm. on and it's, way more immersive and and you can it's yeah way easier and what oh he said it does have a 360 camera too on it non we i didn't mess with that feature but somehow it can do that i believe it it stitches yeah it like must memorize correct going yes you must hit it and then it yes it does it stitches uh the photos together i believe i mean we didn't do that but Mm -hmm. it has that capability Mm -hmm. which would have been neat to see and the camera i know it went up down it wouldn't because you always just Correct. turn the, yes. the copter. You yep. don't turn yep. the camera itself. But it, right. he did have control of the camera. I didn't. Up and down like yeah. a normal yes. phantom. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it I forgot. Really, it Pretty was, cool. And yeah, it's small, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right up your alley there, Mike. It's awesome. Right up your alley. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We jumped off topic there a little bit. But um, I wanted to jump back into the quad stuff a little bit just because the fact we like all the little micro stuff. And, of course, you know, Blade come out with a Torrent 110, which we really like. I love that little thing. Um, Flight Test has had their Gremlin out for quite a while. Now they have, like, a Turbo Gremlin out that's supposed to be just unbelievable. 
And so real quick, I just wanted to throw out there, a lot of these other companies too now are bringing out the smaller fit-in-your-hand type ready-to-fly mm-hmm. quads. Because, you know, that's kind of my big thing is the time I have, I want to try to fly or do something. I don't have a lot of time to build or test and tune. Where you get a lot of these quads, man, It take for me, it would take me months to get it put together, solder everything, test it, tune it. And I don't have the time for that. So... Uh, one thing I want to talk about real quick is um, our uh, ready-made RC just brought out a new micro quad called the Newt Bind and Fly. Now, the only bad thing about this one, it's only good for FR Sky right now. And let me see if I can pull it up, put it on the screen for you real quick so you can look at it. But really cool, uh, Emacs 11, 1106-7500 kV motors, brushless motors. Uh, it's a three blade, two by five by four props. Now this one only runs on a two cell 450 battery. It has a Cricut Cam V2, runs on a 5.8, 25 milliwatt, uh, camera. Really cool looking. The the really awesome thing about it, it's 160 bucks. Like you get it to your house, bind it to your FR Sky and your, or your, you know, Tyrannus or whatever. You're good to go. You know, it's cheaper than what the Torrent is. Um, really cool. Uh, let's see if there's anything else I missed. Uh, Sunrise brushless heli 4 and one 5 amp for 2 cell. Uh, gem fan flash durable 3 blade 2 by 5 by 4 clear blue props as the brushless motors. Uh, if you get one now, they are, let me think here what it said. It's a special order item, so I think they have to, you know, you order it and they put it together and ship it out for you. But if you do get one right now, it includes one extra RMRC Newft frame extra. So pretty cool. And the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick, because if you remember, Mike, when everybody come here in May, we were all in the backyard flying our little micro stuff. We were having an absolute blast with it. Yeah, I landed in the tent. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Now, the Inductrix FPV Plus will do a lot better, and we got way more battery life, you know, for something that size and price. But if you wanted to go something a little bit more bigger, a little more power, have a little more fun, uh, X Hover just brought out a, a new micro too. It's called the X Hover Win Two Micro Bind and Fly, and as you can see right there, it fits in the palm of your hand. I just watched some videos on it. It's really cool. Um, high quality carbon fiber. It's got a 25 milliwatt to 200 milliwatt VTX Run Cam Sparrow Cam. Very durable, powerful, reliable electronics. Has an OSD on-screen display, lost buzzer. 5.0 gigahertz, DS shot 600, MicroStack FC and ESCs installed and fine-tuned, JST connector, five, we uh, said the 5.8s, X-Hover 1106, 6300 KV motors, H-Key dur- durable 2-inch 3-blade props, FR Sky or Spectrum installed, so you make the choice when you get it. Oh, cool. The cool thing about this one is it will run on a 3-cell 450 battery, which would be the same size as a torrent. And then again, nice thing with a torrent, you can run on two or three cell, whatever you're comfortable with. This one, you know, you can run it. So you know that thing's got some some beef behind it. What was the price point at the top? The price for this, ready to go, is $185. That's awesome. That's really good. I mean, pull it it out of the box. So... I'm thinking, you know, we might have to get some of these things, some small ones in for May when Andre and everybody comes out. In case out. the weather yeah. isn't nice, that you can too. fly it inside, too, different places. Maybe. Yeah, so, that, yeah, right. 
and you we got to always plan for Ohio weather. Right, <laughs> right. Really do. <laughs> so what do you guys? What do you guys think of all these? You know, quads just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I mean, I'm it, glad there's a competitive you, market now on mm-hmm. it a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? You can you have a few choices on what you want to do right. or try yeah. out. So right. And if you remember, Chloe, our, our our buddy Scott has a torrent, and he yeah. was out cranking that thing around when we yeah. were we were out flying. So. Yes. They're really cool. A lot of fun. And the nice thing, again, with the really small stuff, you don't have to worry about it when you crash. You generally don't break the props. You can smash them into the ground. And you're just typically not going to bring spectators over to your flying area because they're yeah. not even going to see these. Well, that, that was the other thing. That was a good point, Mike, what I wanted to mention. Even even here at my house, like the blades, you know. You can fly. No one you, really yeah, knows nobody, what you're doing at all. Yeah, they're, they're small. They're, they don't bother anybody. You can fly it in your neighborhood. And they're all, you know, they might be out. I've had my neighbors out raking the leaves and they're like, what is yeah. that funny sound? They're looking That's around. The they don't even, yeah, heard, yeah, you know, yeah. And or they don't, or right? And they don't even don't even see it, you know. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And I just love the stuff getting smaller and smaller, yes. and they're making them fly better oh, yeah. and better and better. They are fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, um, how about some emails? Read a couple emails. And see what's going on here. So what you what do you think once the weather does break, what's the first things we're gonna get out? Oh, obviously the BF one oh nine. Oh yeah, Chloe, you haven't seen these yet, have you? No. What do you think? I was admiring them. Yeah. Now okay, which <laughs> I like the props on them. You They're like really the props cool. and everything? Pretty good detail. Which which one do you like better? Uh, I like the tiger print. Oh yes. boy, everybody's <laughs> going for the desert skin. Awesome. I love that one. Yeah. Look at it, admiring it. Mm-hmm. They look good, don't Ger- they? Oh yeah, the German. Very detailed. So. I can't wait. I just pray. Wait, I don't who wreck makes it. those? <laughs> that is that's Hobby King uh, in their Durafly line. I gotta get me some Hobby King stuff. I haven't, you know, I've been mm-hmm. sticking with the Horizon stuff a lot, and I've, I've been looking at their stuff, and you know, mm-hmm. I gotta get into that. Um, they do have here coming very soon. I know for a fact too, because I know you like the bigger planes. You've seen the smaller. Um, um, help me out, Mike. Oh no! The the, the, the the um the tundra. Yes. They have a large. It's called the Grand Tundra oh, yes. coming oh, out. Oh really? Oh yeah. Runs on six cells. Big rubber tires. Got the uh, everything I like. Yes, awesome. lights, everything. So you know they have. I haven't seen the stuff at the local hobby store, and I'm like somebody likes to touch and feel it and see it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was looking at. It. I'm like, oh, where are those from? You know, mm-hmm. and. Hobby King, they got to get some of this stuff in our stores. We can look at it. Yeah, that's one thing about them is that they're, they're kind of like an online yeah. retail yeah. kind of only. So that again, that's one of the things we talk about. Unless you really see it, yeah. even or, when we go to the Toledo show, they, it would be nice if they had like an exhibit. Or yeah, something we've never. Seen. I agree. I agree. Well, seeing I agree. them here, it's like wow, they're big difference. Really nice. Yeah, yes. which reminds me, the Toledo shows getting around the corner yeah. we didn't miss it did we? no 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 april i looked just What's look at called? the date uh, the week signals week signals yep. yes do, do we have a picture of the grand tundra yet or? there like are this. some pictures floating around let me see if i can do a google search and see if i can pull one up um if going? if not if not after the show i will i will get you some pictures yeah. that i may not be able to put out right now um did, did you happen to see also the giant decathlon that i posted a picture on my facebook of it's a lime green one no i didn't <clears> see that one the, the they're coming out this june 
For who's making that? I forget the name of the company. It's it's over in Asia, but they're a hundred and twenty two inch Jeez. wingspan, and they're going to price around eight hundred bucks. Is oh what my I, gosh, or, you're what, kidding! What the rumor is, yeah. So wow. look out That's for that serious. thing. There it's you go, Chloe. Giant. How about that? Oh my goodness! Pull that. Oh, I don't want the video. I want one. <laughs> Yeah, it's a beautiful looking plane. You know what? Awesome you know what strikes looking. me right the first thing I see. Mm -hmm. What I really like. What that landing. The gear. real bungee landing. I'm gear. all about the landing gear. If, yeah. it, if it has a substantial landing gear system for high grass, yes, which that looks like it could handle. That's a flyer's plane. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. And again, the nice thing about it, 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 it what's the nice lights, is the, the wheels the are lights. still proportional to the plane. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't look. Ungodly. And it's oh. it's got the big real rubber tires on it. Oh, I love it. It's got the vortex vortex generators on the wings, so it's really yeah, got the stole capabilities. Yeah. Oh my The lights gosh. in the wings. It yeah. looks beautiful. They need to send us like four or five. Of <laughs> <I know. laughs> it looks beautiful in different colors. Yeah. What's yeah. what's the battery on that? Uh, it'll run anything, I believe, from a four cell up to a six cell. So you have a huge oh, choice. I, see, I only have two planes that my six cells will go in, mm -hmm. and I've got a fortune in those things. Yes. Oh yeah, those and you look at them, you're so like, expensive. unless now, I take those planes out, I can't use them. Yeah. It, it really depends on who you talk to and how you wanted to fly. But I know you can. It'll do a six cell, no problem. Which probably because. That thing's got to be an animal on six cell. And I believe, and I could be wrong, don't quote me on this. And once it gets out, we talk to Steve and, and get the details and everything. But I think long ago when we, we first talked about that with Stuart, he said the, all, the best thing is a five cell. I can't remember what size. I want to say around 4,000 or something. You get the best of both worlds. It's not super so heavy. And yeah, heavy and overpowered. But yet you still, you know. But again, if you want to fly on four cell, you can. You want to sit whatever you want. So. Make it work. Yep. Maybe yeah. they'll make a grand uh, bush mule. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be cool, oh, huh? Big twin with those engine. tires on there. Yeah. Ooh, big hatch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that grand tundra that looks beautiful. Looks it really great. Does. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be like up there at the top of the list yeah. to have. Right. And I may or may not know somebody that might have one in their hands. I don't know. We'll probably talk about that later but oh, it's it's geez. uh supposedly on the water and heading over so it should be in their store soon. fairly soon yep so that's the grand tundra all right let's see let's uh read a couple emails before we get out of here it's kind of going to be a little short show today um we lost andre today um still had fun it's a good show though Let's see. Emails. Chris. <laughs> Frank says, ugh, but a five cell is a whole other set of batteries. Well, that's that's the <laughs> thing. I know. Oh, five yeah. cells kind of almost like an oddball yeah. in a way, a little bit. Um, people usually either have four cell or... I think you would just do your best to make the six cell work on that yeah. if you wanted the power. Oh, you know what? Before we get the emails, I, I wanted to mention to you, what it... I don't know if you've been listening to the show, Chloe, or anything, but like Andre's on this huge jet kick right I've, now. I've been watching it. The Spitfire, that huge Spitfire. Oh, the Spitfire. He's been three three printing it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the Spitfire. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was curious to know what your take is on these jets. Like we've talked about the small belly landers. Uh, uh, Andre just got a big giant. Yeah, that. Red I think it's a six cell. I forget what it was. Free wing something. I mean. What if you looked into any jets, or is that something on your list? Are you gasser oriented? No, yeah. no, no, no. I like every, I like it all. Uh, I like the belly landers mm -hmm. because it's just like again, I've been having bad luck with landing gear. Mm -hmm. It's something that your day's over with us. Yeah. So 
you know, I saw you guys flying a lot last year, and you'd be doing the Bailey Landers and stuff, and I'm like, wow, you just hand launch Yeah, and you don't have to worry to about it. And you can land wherever you yeah. want. doesn't yeah. matter, you know. It, it takes a while to let go of this, oh, I want my plane to look scale and yeah. do all these things. Really, all I want to do is get out there and fly. I don't care how the... Yeah. I want something to fly, so right. I'm and, into it. And you and you get you know you got your scale planes for flying and doing the flaps and the gear and all that, and then you got your just hand launch. Have yeah. fun. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. I just had I, I this is a really silly thought, but could you imagine a radio with or a radian with a gasser engine? You could fly literally all day. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh! Or a couple radians glued together. I mean, could you imagine a gasser and a radian go up? Somebody. <laughs> so oh, you could do that oh. how many times, I wonder, in a day? Um, <laughs> Your eyes would be like That reminds me. Shot. I don't know if it was on <laughs> RC groups. I'm trying to think where i seen that. Somebody took a radian and put two together. Really? Oh, yeah. I did see that. Did you see I that? I saw that, It yes. was monstrous. You know, yes. like they cut the, the yep. one wing in half, put it together. How did they launch it? I don't, I don't even like know if they people? had a video. Yeah. But yeah, they put two radians together no, and and flew it. I was like, "Wow, that's nuts!" Wonder how that thing would glide. Interesting. I had something to add about the uh, when you were talking about the uh, quads. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I don't want to say who it is or because they they made a video and they're going to put it out themselves. But I saw that they took their product. It's a quad, mm-hmm. and they made hovercraft out of them. Oh, and then yeah. they made an arena, and then they were playing basically like air hockey with them in the arena. Mm-hmm. It looked really cool. So oh yeah, the video will be out eventually. Nice. So I thought I never thought of doing that with my with my quad. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Is there other quad games like that? Well, what we Obstacle used to do course. is um, <laughs> that's about all I know. What we used to do is uh, way back in the day. I, I've talked about it before. Um, I can't think. Spin Master, which is a toy company, used to make, and I'll, I have pictures of them somewhere. Used to make these tiny little foam helicopters. It would just fly, and like, and they would only, I think, turn left or something. But they were just awesome at the time. And we put balloons in the house and tape a pin to the front of the nose. Oh, that's cool. And we get, you know, I, geez, I must have had six or eight of them at the time. And so we, you know, put a bunch of balloons out. And then the first one had pop, you know, get all the balloons and who would win. Had the most, yeah, yeah, had the most would win. And that was that, fun. That sounds So like you fun. could do something like that. Or easy enough, yeah. nowadays we've talked, Mike, you know, you can buy the little, uh, um, course rings and everything now for the little inductrix and put them all over your house you can just tape them to the wall or whatever and make a course and fly through the rings and there's all kinds of things you can do with them yeah so tons of stuff to do you need to get like a disabling technology put in there so you can like disable your friends and shoot them out of the sky uh we we talked about this a while back and i know flight test was working on something for a while and i haven't heard anything but way back in the day when park zone had their planes they had a combat module chloe that that hooked into the plane and you could go fly around i think it was just infrared if i, remember I know right. alex Grieve or he was working, he was working on, on something on technology too. like a laser tag yeah you could see how many hits on each right. other and all that right oh, that's pretty gotta cool. happen yes but way back in the day it this was is earlier so technology, funny yeah like you would hit and it would it would make a noise and like a sonic module on and you could hear it I can't remember if it beeped or whatever and after the th- I think third fourth maybe fifth hit it, your motor would pulse like it'd be just like on a low battery <laughs> yeah. and you lose power and you're like oh, ah! going down. and it oh, did that goodness. for like 3 or 4 <laughs> seconds and then it would come back and yeah. I think reset and then oh. you, yeah but that 
kind of never that's really coming around the corner really quick. Yeah. I think a lot of people are looking into those schemes. Right. right. Now, so then F- year FT so. had something they were working on. They actually did a little video on it for a while. And I don't know if they're still working on or and FT, I think is the one that did the hovercraft. I think I remember them teasing what you were mentioning. Oh, mm. I mean, with the field hockey. Yeah. Is that who you saw? Yeah. Doing yeah, it? yeah. 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 I saw um, the teaser. I forget who put it out. I think it was uh, Alex did on a Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. what's this? And you mm-hmm. can see the goals mm-hmm. and stuff. It, right. was, it was cool. Yeah. And then, like you said, Mike, Alex Grieve or I'd Be Crazy was working on something there for oh, a little yeah, while. Oh, yeah. With the laser tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking hits. That would be so cool. Warbirds, though, like, you know, having those hit schemes like that and mm-hmm. knowing who's hitting who and all that. That'd right. be really neat. Yeah, that that would be fun for sure. Did you guys already talk about their world of fight and all that stuff yet? Mm, been, no, we haven't really talked. Uh, I was going to let Andre, that's more uh, his department. He, you know, he works the uh, FT events and everything and knows the inside yeah, scoop. he definitely and, knows the inside yeah, stuff, so. more so. I'm well, excited. Yeah, should be good, yeah. for sure. I, I I am excited for them to get up and go and get their <clears> hobby <throat> shop going. Yeah. Because I think that's going to be really good. And I know, sure. you know, in, in the, so oh, yeah, there's our five-pound dog snoring over in the corner again, <laughs> as always. Um, you know, what they were offering, which, it, you know, I, I don't know I don't know their plans. This this is all I've, you know, talking to Josh a long time ago when they initially was setting things up and their plans and everything. But his one idea, which is fantastic, because I wish at the time when I started flying and everything, what they want to do is you walk into a store, say you're a complete beginner, and you're like, hey, I, I've seen your videos or whatever. I'm interested in trying to learn and get into flying and blah, blah, blah. And you go, okay, what do you want to spend or what do you like or whatever? And then you go, okay, here's all the beginner stuff. This is what we recommend. So you pick out a plane. You go into the back. You take it out of the box, and we help you put it together and get it all assembled. You learn about it, putting it together. And, yeah, just pet her. She'll, <laughs> she'll stop. And... That way you know your aircraft. If something happens or you need to repair it or whatever, you know what's going on and you know about the ESC and the motor and the servos and everything like that. So then you get it all put together and you help them set it up. Well, then the best part is you walk right out the back door or the side door and there you have the runway and everything. Well, guess what? Now you get a flight lesson. Right. And you get them up in the air and you get them flying and they have a great experience. And it's not like they, they go out by themselves in the field and they chuck it and 30 seconds later they auger it in the ground. It's completely smashed and they get. Which we've all been through. We've right? all been there I mean, and you get all discouraged and you're like, ah, screw this. Yeah. And then two weeks later you're like, okay, we're going to try it again. And then you go Boom. out. Yes. And, and you're if like, you don't stay Dang consistent it. about it, you're, you're, yeah. you're a total loss right. of the hobby together. So. Correct. Or if you don't have the money, it's not like you can go down and buy a sure. new one. And So originally, that's if, if that's what they're going to stick with, you know, that that person is going to tell somebody else and tell somebody else and get and word of mouth. And, and that person is also it. going to come back for parts. And you know what I mean? So right. that is something I think Special is completely amazing. Right. If somebody can have that experience, because we all know I'm not knocking on Aerotech. I love the guys down there. I know them very well, Roy and and Jason, Jason and, Sam. and Sam. Yeah, but when I first started going down there, it completely did so not know nothing. I was yeah. so intimidating. Yep. You know, yeah. they they weren't really helpful at the time back then. You know, they were. I don't know. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah. It, it's tough, and there are a lot of hobby shops out there like that, or you get the ones that are you know maybe stuck in their ways. Well, they and, had that. Well, we're going on a business sale thing, and then we didn't know where they yeah. stood, and 
you know, the thing with flight tests is there, everything's new. Mm-hmm. They're getting funded. And, mm-hmm. and I had the chance to actually go down to their, they invited me down to oh, see okay. their, yeah. their shop and so forth and hang out with them. Yep. And I went down there and he, Josh was telling me about their maker build space and mm-hmm. so forth and, and their hobby shop plans. And my dad actually <clears throat> just bought one of their planes. He got their bushwhacker. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I bought the Sea Duck and they invited us to come down and they were going to help us actually put them together mm-hmm. down there. So, I've never, I got the kit, you know, I've never seen a plane kit like theirs before. So it's basically a stack of foam foam boards yeah, right. with printed material on there. And I'm like, uh, how do you cut this stuff? You know, you see the videos and, but there's actually, I watched them. Mm-hmm. They actually have, there's a skill to this and the mm-hmm. way they doll their knives to cut it through and stuff. So all those skills, they're going to impart that onto you mm-hmm. when you go down to their, their shops and stuff. I think that's awesome. Yeah. It's going to make a lot of new people um, pilots that never would have considered, right. and it's so you know affordable. Yeah, and, that, and that's the big thing. You know, you you go buy a cheap thirty or forty dollar radio. Uh, you know, you get a foam kit plane for twenty bucks or whatever. It's you know some two dollar servos, a ten dollar mo. I mean, it's so affordable now for anybody right. to get into the hobby. And then, then again, if you break something or smash, in general, that motors and ESCs and servos are generally okay. You just get, you know. And and the other good thing is if if you do have a little bit of skill, you just buy some foam board, right. You know, and recut it. Those those guys. One thing I took away from them was it. This didn't seem like. I mean, it's a business, of course, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like it was a business for them. It was something that they were passionate, doing. Yeah. They're passionate about it, and making money or having a business was a side result thing to support what they love doing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. So uh, it'd be definitely interesting to see you know what they do here in the future, yeah. how how things go for them for sure. Yeah, wish them yep. luck. Yep. So. All right, before we get out of here, I'm going to just read a few emails. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, one is a quick crash story. Just wanted to read it real quick. It's short. Uh, this is from Adam. It says, Hi, guys. Love the podcast. Makes driving journey go faster. Started with a Park Zone T28 three years ago. Now I have seven planes. My crash story is a short one. I visited my parents in Wales. They have a small farm, equally small, challenging field, and a two-acre... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to get this dog out of here. Um, challenging field to fly in a two-acre surrounded by a mix of 40-foot trees. Anyway, I was flying my second plane, my favorite, which was the Park Zone FW-190. Now, we all know that plane because our buddy Pat has one and completely demolished his on the maiden flight because his ailerons were reversed. Oops. He said, I just <laughs> I just knew it uh, inside and out and really knew how to fly the plane. So, he says, I just kept pushing it. The game that day was a high-speed dive into the neighboring field, flying towards me, getting the plane almost out of sight over the bellow hedge, level, and then leap up through the trees at 15 feet and straight past me. Well, instead, the wing hit a tree, tore through the wing cleanly, removing about a third of the left wing. She spun past me and crashed and slid down to a stop. Deep down, I really didn't mind. I was pushing it. It was an FW-190. I love flying. Aviation crashes go hand in hand. It, It didn't look very cool, but it was fun. Looking forward to the next podcast. <laughs> um, this one, oop, where did that go? 
had another one. Oh, I just lost it. Mm, anyway, phooey, I hit the wrong button. Uh, I got another one about uh, links for the podcast. Some people have been asking, and again, this is an Andre thing, but I'll talk to Andre and see what we can do about it. He was asking if we could put more links up on the website or whatever on the products we talk about because he's not on Facebook or anything like that. Yeah. So if we can just uh, you know add the links, you know, to so he can go check them out or know what we're talking about. Uh, let me see if there's any more. Uh, this is from John Reacher. He said, Hey, I heard Chris talk about this and never remembered to look it up since I'm always listening while I'm driving. He's talking about the Albatross. Uh oh. He says, I finally got to check it out. He said, This thing looks cool. Is Chris still looking to buy another one or is this the one that somebody gifted to him lately? So, again, I got two of them. Both came from Adam, Adam Drain. This yeah. one they brought to me at Flight Fest. All the way from Texas, from Joshua Ash, found it down there and drove it all the way from Texas and brought Ooh, it to it's me. Got some love on it. Yes, that's why you know it's it's kind of special. But then I didn't want to crash or whatever. And then right. Adam Drain found me another one. Yes, down somewhere around where he lives, <laughs> brought that one all the way to me, drove it up here for me. Adam drove it for yeah, you? Yeah, Adam Wait drove it. Wait a minute. Hey, Adam, what Matt, happened? Uh, Sandusky trip for you. Now, now, Adam hooked me up with mine, too, but he didn't he drive it. Sandusky and bring it to you. I don't have the Adam love on it. Yeah. I, I'm going to be so jealous if you guys take all those off at the same time, and I'll be like, I'll fly I'll mine if you guy. fly yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to be the camera guy. <laughs> that would be cool to have a coordinated turns, you know, with the two albatrosses or get a third one up there. Oh, yeah. Well, we we did that at Flight Fest. Yeah, we had, had three, three of them going at the same time. They look fantastic. We we all took off and everything. <laughs> the crazy part is awesome. Adam didn't Adam have problems? Yes. yes. Now you know how crazy it gets at Flight Fest. Oh, well, yeah. what happened was yeah. we're all trying to fly formation and not get hit because there's planes everywhere. Yeah. Somebody smashed right into Adams. I oh. mean, literally hit it and knocked him out of the air, and he came down and crashed. And I thought, oh no, oh no. Luckily, oh. when we went over and and got to the plane it didn't put a scratch on it like literally didn't even hurt it smashed it was just a foam board plane that hit him and it's just smashed the other guy's plane oh, wow. but he got Man, really lucky oh, yeah. really lucky how upset was he not bad no, really not like bad I, I think if it was He's smashed like, I'm up okay yeah I'm okay. right <laughs> yeah right um so after that, we were like, oh, man, it was great, but I, I don't yeah, want to fly no more. Yeah, there's just too much traffic. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So uh, we, we quit doing that. You know, they're going to they're gonna have to remake those. and you, Like they do with the Wildcat. Yeah. I had, you know, this is really upsetting. It's a side thing, but I had a Wildcat on hold at the hobby store. Oh, did you? And they sold it out from under no. me. No. So really? I was up there to get the clip wing. Uh-huh. I walked out without the clip wing. I was so upset. Really? I was like. Ah, oh, you sold my wildcat. So you're you're interested in the clip wing cub then? Yeah. I told him, you know, I would I yeah, I would add it to my collection and everything to have one. <laughs> what? You have literally a store. What I do. I know. It's embarrassing. We we could have a swap shop right at your house. Maybe we should do that. You, should, you guys I wanna invite you over to my, my shop maybe yeah. and yeah. come see oh, it's how many freaking planes I got. They're all in boxes. What was the last thing you posted you bought? It was an FMS something. What did you just get? Oh, oh, the B-25. Oh, you did get that? Somebody keeps emailing me wanting to buy it. And really? I'm like, go to the website <laughs> and yeah. get your own. 
Oh, and you bought that down at Aerotech? Yeah. Because you said you went yeah, in to buy glue. I think I, or yeah, glue. Yeah, went I in to get glue and walked this. out with a B20. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I had this, in, and like Jason's in there, and he's, he's like my crack dealer. Oh, I walk geez. in there, I walk past the, the <laughs> counter like this. Don't look, don't, don't look. She's don't got look. the shakes. Yeah, I got to have a sale now. <laughs> and if like they get new Seagull brand planes in, I am a sucker for Seagull models. Yeah. I love everything Seagull makes. Yeah. I saw dealer. another one in there, and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you're doom, doom. You're like, don't want to see this. Oh my he God. had it down. He he reaches up and he gets him down. And he's like, let me just take the tape off. For you. <laughs> nice, I'm like, oh, like, can I touch it? Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm carrying it out the front door. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Halfway down the road. <laughs> Who was that? Jason. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's Roy's hilarious. just like, he just stands in the corner. <laughs> I can see it. Here we go. <laughs> he's just back there. He's like, well, we're going to be ordering new planes now. Oh, <laughs> he's here. We've got to do stock inventory. Yeah, yeah they laugh at me. They're like, how many of you got of those together? I'm like, on, oh, on their three. sheet, they have sold, and on the other list, it says Chloe. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Oh, the crack thing was hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> my dad's like, don't go in there. He actually told him at Christmas, do not sell her any more planes. Do not seek the treasure. <laughs> it's sad because it's true. <laughs> I actually got one sent to me. It was like for free. You know, somebody sent me one. Uh-huh. And I felt like so special i'm like oh my god somebody sent me a plane oh my god that's a great feeling though oh it is oh hey i know what i forgot to talk about that i wanted to ask you guys about just to get your opinion on things since we were talking about the mavic air not well i'll just read it and we'll, we'll talk about it uh, let's see. Regulation of drone usage is not a new concept for many hobbyists. Over the past few years, as the popularity of drones has skyrocketed, government regulatory bodies around the globe have tried to regulate and limit its use. In their latest crackdown, the Australian Civil Aviation Safety Authority, CASA, has announced that as of today, this was February 14th, a Valentine's Day of all day. pilots of DJI drones will be forced to take a knowledge quiz and pass the test in order to fly their drones. It should be noted that this is not the first time the company has used this concept. DJI has already tested this regulation in both the United States and the United Kingdom. The short quiz of only nine questions is enforced by disabling the mobile phone app, which also controls the drone, until successfully completed. However, there is no limit to the number of times a pilot can attempt the quiz. In a statement made to ABC, Peter Gibson, communication manager at CASAS, stated, The questions cover some of the essential drone safety requirements, things like how far you have to stay away from other people, the maximum altitude you can take your drone to, how far you have to stay away from airports. Adam Welsh, head of DJI's Asia-Pacific Public Policy, was not opposed to the sentiments made by Welsh. Welsh added that the quiz was designed to give drone pilots up to four chances to skip so that the pilots who use their drones for emergency response or public safety applications, for example, won't get hindered during their use in emergency situations. Despite Australia not being the first market that DJI has tested this requirement on, it is expected that there will be 
some kind of resistance due to the fact that at the point of sale, the conditions under which they purchased the product didn't require a quiz. Many are speculating that this may have a knock-on effect for drone operators. However, the magnitude of the change on both drone manufacturers and users at this point are unclear. What do you guys think about that? I got I I'll tell you my opinion in a minute because I I was one way and now I'm the other way. But what? But they obviously don't care it, so much that you pass the quiz as much as you are exposed to the information. It seems mm-hmm. if you can take it multiple times, they just want to get that information out to people that buy these things. Do you think it's a Do you think it's a good idea? Was there a cost to the quiz? I don't think so. No, I I don't see much harm in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, to get the knowledge out of there for new, especially new people, mm-hmm. just to give them an understanding that, hey, you know, there is, there could be potential danger. Watch what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that may be. But, yeah. But uh, um, Robert- I, I don't see a real problem with it. What, what, oh, you're going to use your thoughts. It's a cover, cover, a CYA material yeah. for the company and the mm-hmm. government to say, hey, yeah. Now we put the liability back on I you. Mm-hmm. You knew you accepted this, and we yeah. know you took the test. So now I didn't haven't heard about it here in the states. But Robert Goff says he was helping set up a friend Spark, and he had to go through the quiz. He said I thought it was a good idea since he was a beginner. I didn't even know they had that, you know, in the states. So so you guys both think it's probably a pretty good idea. I don't know if it's good, but I don't. I can't no see harm any harm it. at this point. I mm-hmm. mean, I can't think of anything harmful. Yeah. Anything that yet. protects the ability. If you look back in history with the with the AMA and everything else, how it was established and why it's there and the good that they're doing now. At one time, flying models was illegal, you know, mm-hmm. and anything that helps um, keep it legal and keep us uh, being able to fly and have fun, I'm for it. Um, as long as it's not something that they start regulating, you know, you have to buy a sticker every month or every mm-hmm. year or something to do and. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Safety, sure. Right. Um, I guess my take when, when I first read this, again, it's one of the things like, here we go again. They're trying to take. But th- after I read through it and thought about it, took some time to calm down and everything, I, I really do think it's a it's a good idea because we've had all had the conversation, and I've said it a million times, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't agree with me, but selling these things like in Best Buy, I don't think it's the best idea or selling them wherever B&H photo where anybody that doesn't have any kind of experience can just go, hey, I'm buying a drone, whether you're a photographer, you want to get into Casey more Nasdaq video. Comes to yeah, Casey Neistat. He's gotten a lot better here <laughs> oh, recently. Yeah. I mean, he's got the, yeah. but at the beginning, it was like, oh my right. gosh. Uh, um, even, even April comes to mind a little bit. You know, she I bought hers off of B&H. Yeah, and, and you get it, and, you know, and I'm sure you helped her out with the rules and regulations, but if it wasn't for you and she bought that thing do you think she would know the height limit or the airport it's so much of a actually, actually i didn't help her with it oh and you didn't? she she, she was educating me about it because oh. it did take her through all those things in the beginning and it says you're you're near an airport it alerted mm-hmm. her you're near an airport you can't mm-hmm. fly it to this height and doing yeah. all this stuff and i'm like wow they it tells you all that stuff because mm-hmm. i already kind of knew that from being in the ama yeah right sure. right so i think dji is doing a good job it i think it further legitimizes the the sport the hobby mm-hmm. for you know accountability right um so i you know i do think it's a good idea that you take a little quiz and and get the the basics down whether that's really going to stop anybody from doing anything bad no you know but at least some people that are 
like, hey, I didn't realize I had to be five miles away from an airport or I can't go over 400 feet or whatever they're, you know, wherever you live and whatever the stipulations are for whatever country or whatever. I think it's, you know, at least helps them out a little bit. How's that different from model rocketing? I mean, I have rockets that go 1,700 feet in the air. You know, how do you, and I'm within maybe two miles, three miles of the airport. That's a good question. How do I shoot those off and how do they regulate that different than a drone? Is it just because the model rocket goes right up and then comes right back down, though? So you're only up there for a few seconds. Yeah. Where Mm -hmm. you get a drone and you go up 2,000 feet, you can sit up there for 15 minutes. Well, a drone can carry a payload. Well, that too. It can be rigged to spy, take pictures, recover things, do all kinds of stuff. Maybe there's a little bit of that fear in there. Sure. You know, I've seen crazy things on YouTube where people have hooked guns to drones and packages and so forth. I mean, who knows what could be done with a drone? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a little bit where they're thinking is. Yeah. But a rocket's like a missile. So yeah. hey, but it's, right. it's basically paper, though. I, You know, even for some weird so, reason, yeah. a rocket gets, yeah, gets sucked into a jet engine, it is not going to hurt it. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatsoever. Uh, drone, on the other hand, mm, it could possibly do some kind of damage signal interference on other things don't you have aren't you using like the five gigahertz yeah but i don't think that's going to affect any kind of anything like that um you know because we just talked about last weekend and chloe i don't know if you've seen the video but the the kid out in las vegas that actually flew his race quad up over a real jet airliner did you see that video yeah Yeah. do a loop around it yeah he was flying right by right a lot of negativity around this right now and it gained a lot a lot of media attention he was and from my understanding we talked to frank about it uh his group or whoever they fly with they're they're really known to be kind of these rogue pilots that do crazy stuff anyway um I haven't heard what kind of trouble he's in, but obviously they've been doing some investigating. But he was within, a mi- I think, a mile or a little over a mile from the airport, took his race drone up and literally was above a Frontier airliner as it was coming in on approach. You see the airliner come in under the quad. He rolls over and then comes down behind the, the aircraft. Scary. And then posted it on YouTube. Scary. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. Anything could have. Sure. He's proving a point is what he's doing. Yeah. I, I get it, but that's... That's scary. Yeah. You know, and again, a small race quad, honestly, I don't think would ever do anything well, to an airliner, but that's not the point. How would you feel if, say, your children were on that airline mm-hmm. and you were seeing that video? Yeah. I mean... Right. Get right. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And and people that don't aren't in the hobby or the industry and know about this stuff they're not going to understand no they're just like oh my gosh we could have been killed or whatever you know it's going to be a big demonstrating what a terrorist could do yeah you know if they wanted to Mm -hmm. so it was pretty scary again it's been kind of hush hush here lately um frank says when i used to do rockets in the scouts i seem to remember there was a rule that if you were going above a certain height or a certain size engine, you had to call if you were within a certain distance of an airport. I'm sure there's probably some kind of rule, model rocket rules or something. I don't know. Because we used to do that, too. Matter of fact, and again, I never really thought about it, even though I have a pilot's license and everything. We used to take my sons over to Butler Park, right beside yeah. the airport, and launch rockets yep. all the time. Yep. Some rockets have a camera that takes a picture. They do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So yeah. <laughs> I've seen those. I like Wouldn't that be weird? You, up there, egg up. you come back down, look at it, and there's an airplane going by. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Those are those are old that. days. They had the 110 camera. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 110 camera. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, one lucky click. where it's like <laughs> click, and then you had to wait 10 minutes for the flash. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's advanced somewhat. <laughs> yeah, if you looked into it. So, well, there we have it. But I definitely don't want to encourage what that guy did with the quad. That's oh, for no. sure. No, no. I think I think people need to be a little bit more creative and stay away from those situations. If they want right. to get viewers and stuff, that's mm. not the way to do it. No. Not at all. No. I mean, there's so much better positive things you can do with yeah. them. That I, I just wish the media would throw way. out more of the positive things. That, that drones have done, whether it's catch thieves it or save just lives, as interesting and, and captivating. Than yeah, stuff like that. But they never, they never want to focus on anything it good. Doesn't sell newspapers. No. I exactly. Well, I I know, but still, you know, I yeah. still it's. There I don't. I don't even avenues. watch the news. Yeah, there is. We're not thinking on, but there is yeah. creative creative things you can Absolutely. do that would captivate viewers. Yeah. You're watching any kind of TV program today. There's so much drone footage you don't even realize. Yes. It's oh, being yeah. like Discovery Channel's Gold yes. Rush. Well, Fox 8 News has their shoes. it's called Drone Fox or whatever. Yeah, Fox huh? drone. yeah something like that. Um, I saw the other are, Those are all good good positive things that people need to say. It should say drone footage right there and people put it in their mind. It does hey, that's now great. On, their, on their news. Oh, does I it? See, yeah, when I see it, it says it, it shows a little drone icon. Yeah. <laughs> it's taking film with it. I thought that was interesting. Um, it was kind of funny too. I I have to go to our our company I work for. They have their own sand and gravel business. So all of us operators, even though a lot of times I don't work out there, uh, we have to go to a mine refresher course every year. So in there they go it's the same thing every year. But anyway, um, it was just kind of interesting. The the teacher there says, "Hey, does anybody know how to fly drones or fly?" Well, I didn't want to even want to raise my hand and get into anything like that. But anyway, he was talking about how. Uh, a lot of the the inspe- uh, inspections and stuff they're they're doing uh, with drones, and he said the state just bought two brand new drones to help do with you know inspections and stuff. And he goes, they can't find anybody to fly them. Oh, and I was like, I'll raise your hand. <laughs> you know, well, I but, know they use them in the utility to do like oh, yeah, yeah, thermal yeah. scans, stuff sure. like that, and it's it's definitely taken off even to do the. Um, the cooling towers and stuff on mm-hmm. power plants. And yeah. Stuff. They do inspections. They have like bars that rolls right up the walls with yeah. them and gets real close. Good image that yep. they know what things they're using them a lot. <laughs> they yeah. really are. In, even in my industry. Yeah. Even like, uh, I know I've been talking to some people again, it's like, I don't want to get my foot in the door. It'd be really cool. Uh, like ODOT here, Ohio department of transportation has been getting them for doing bridge inspections, mm-hmm. which is cool. way easier. Um, some of the local m- m- what do you want to say townships and stuff or, or the bigger place have been getting them to do pipe inspection you know especially a lot of times in the winter when they got to go around and look at these big pipes to make sure they're not clogged with ice or anything like that and they don't you know trying to climb around that stuff and the you know people are getting hurt and disability it's just a mess where they can just take a drone go around you know inspect the pipes check them out it, there's so many applications for them. yeah even inside know. the power plants different different things are doing inside do you think they'll ever come up with an aquatic drone like that can go in the air but then go down to your water level and expect down in water and then come back out they already have that do they i haven't seen well okay there's 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 several variations that signal's not real strong right Um, in the water yeah if if you search i'm sure i could i wish andre was here because he likes to google everything but um 
there was something probably a year ago. They actually had a drone that that went underwater, would actually go, and then it would it would pop out of the water, fly around, and you could put it back in the water. <laughs> That's cool. Now, like um, our friend um, uh, Alex Rodriguez or Alex Edit, I don't know if you watch any of his videos or not. He actually is a manufacturer of what they call the splash drone. It's a completely waterproof drone oh. that actually will sit in the water and. And take off and land or if you want to fly it in a, in a rainstorm or anything like that it's fully waterproof the cool thing is when it sits in the water the camera's underwater oh cool. so you can look around oh that's cool in the water and then yeah. then take off and you know so there are some you know stuff out there i haven't heard much on the on the actual submersible drone i i like i said i've seen some videos of it but i never i don't know if it's actually I haven't seen it out for sale or anything. I don't know if it was a university doing a study or whatever, but I think the freak cool. isn't the trans like the frequency underwater. You can only go like a you foot. Probably or two can't or go cool. very far. It's very hard to penetrate. Yeah, I'm you sure. You almost need another sys- some type of system to right. communicate at that. Take that splash drone, put a hook on it, and when it gets a bite, <laughs> listen. Well, the fish out. <laughs> there, there, there are also some videos uh, where <laughs> with Phantom where they were taking you know hooking up that hook with. They make release systems for those. And they go out to where they see the see shadows the fish? of that, especially that one fish that you get tons of money for. I yeah, it was it a some tuna, tuna or something. Type of tuna. And they drop the lure right in, in there. Basically almost right in front of their mouths. And then they hook them. <laughs> they hook and them, it pulls them, them right out. Well, the drone doesn't, but he's, he's no. he takes it out off the fishing reel. Oh, I see. Because they, so, they actually buy aircraft. Clever. Yeah. They buy aircraft to actually find these schools of fish. And now they don't. People shore fishing can do this with their drones. Yeah. And they're taking the, some of the market, and there's mm-hmm. some controversy over that. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it's but, yeah. it's really cool. He hooks- now, we, I have seen where they catch little fish and bring them out, but mm-hmm. to drop your lure in front of these tuna even is pretty. That pretty is so cool. And they're able to catch them that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank makes a good point. I want to jump back real quick. I, I'm I'm meant to talk about this, and I kind of forgot. Um, but talking with Eric Monroe a while back. Uh, Frank mentions it here too. It says Discovery Channel made the decision a few years ago that they would not do any more manned aerial videography uh, due to safety, and they had a helicopter crash and then a hot air balloon crash. Um, let me see what else he adds here. So I did hear that Eric Monroe was telling us about it. Um, so I know Eric was doing a lot of stuff for Discovery, flying his you know Phantom and stuff. One of the shows he was doing was the Treehouse Master. Do you guys ever watch the Treehouse? Masters? I saw one yeah. episode just recently. Um, so I know Eric was doing some stuff for them oh, cool. with his drone, and plus he's been shooting a lot of movies. You know, I they know, had a movie in Cleveland he was shooting with the drone. So. I know within the past maybe two or three months, we lost two pilots, helicopter pilots, um, doing scan line scans. No in kidding, Toledo, our Toledo, Ooh. Edison um, wow. territory. Uh-huh. Um, the one guy was a retired mm-hmm. FE employee, and then the other one I forget he was an employee. I think out of I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, as far as taking the man out of this type of scenario, using yeah. drones, it's another. <laughs> Ryan Papp says Amish Mafia. They use drones flying around for Amish Mafia. I forgot about that show. That was funny. We were talking about Amish buggies. They got boom boxes in it. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny! I, like, I want to see my buggy type. I want to see a, a wagon wheel on hydraulics. <laughs> that's <laughs> weird. You were talking about this at work, and like the big fatties or something. Oh, oh my God. God. White walls. 
wheels, spoke wheels. Well, they said this one. They Jeez. heard this music coming, and they couldn't see a car. And all of a sudden, this buggy came down. And this was a like a true story. He's like, he had like a, a sound system in there you would not believe. Oh, what what would the bumper like, sticker <laughs> read on that? It would thug life or. <laughs> Oh buggy God. life, I don't buggy know. Life. We, we got it too better. I said they're gonna have tinted windows, neons, <laughs> all that go all out on these buggy. Oh my gosh, butter churn life. Oh my gosh, uh, we were laughing just <sighs> thinking of other scenarios. You know, we we I hate. <laughs> yeah. I, I know a lot of Amish people. I've been around them my whole life, but it, it, it's it's kind of funny. We used to yeah. joke around when I worked at the airport. Is you know, there's a tons of Amish around here yeah and it's kind of a racket in a way i mean we kind of know because we kinda? live here okay yeah. it is a racket, it is a racket. Yeah. <laughs> but when i worked for the airline i couldn't believe how many people flew in here to ohio in akron <laughs> just to go down to sugar creek and shop yeah. all the shop and i said you know what you could put poop in a bag and put amish poop sticker on oh, yeah. it and people would buy it <laughs> that's yeah. how bad it yeah. is i, I grew here. up in hartville oh and, yeah, yeah 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 and it's just nothing but mennonite and yeah and amish out there and they got everything locked up in that town. I know. It's crazy. So, uh, And it's funny because they make fun of us. Well, like I said, I know a lot of Amish people, and they you know, they just laugh at us sometimes, what they get away with. But My buddy at work, he calls them pilgrims for whatever Pilgr- reason. <laughs> You're way off. I don't know why you do that. Uh, I wonder if they fly model right. airplanes. <laughs> uh, yes, they do. Well, we at the Air uh, yes, Amish I, RC. Oh, listen. oh, my God, that's awesome. Uh, listen. They're big into it. It's amazing. It, the it, balsa builds and stuff. They probably the craftsmanship is uh, awesome. It is. Every yeah, every year, and I missed it this year because I can't believe how many go to the Cleveland Air Show. Even we yeah. saw like busloads of Amish at the Air Show. It's they always have that Amish van, you know? Yeah, like oh, they yeah. got like oh, twenty yeah. in the oh, yeah. long school yep. van. Yep. What's that up? For the last, I think three or four years, we've been going to that swap meet out in Wooster, mm-hmm. Mike. Um, every year, this giant group of Amish oh, yeah. show up there. Yeah, they have their truck and trailer completely full of everything. They come in, they sell, and then, I mean, they the come in with a wad of cash like this. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I'll take that. And I mean, they literally... They bought one you was interested in, I thought. They might That's have. What, it might have been that BF-109. I don't remember. I can't remember either. But yeah, it's... Uh, they, they're they in the they RC. They purchased the plane you, you had your eye on. I know they did, and I can't remember what it was. But then they brought in their... Their, their stuff, stuff. And it was yeah a lot of big balsa dropping. stuff oh, yeah. i mean it wasn't just little small electric it would have been enticing for you yeah. I'm sure. uh, oh it was really yep. really spectacular to see what they brought to that swap meet i remember going to like high school and the amish girls or the mennonite girls there they drove these like cutlasses and novas oh, that were yeah. jacked up and had great engines i'm like what? What? <laughs> what? Were they all black? I was wondering. No, they, they, they were I not mean, black Amish. No, I no, mean the I car. Mean the oh, car. The <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, I meant the vehicles because we had Mennonite farmers, and they always had like all black or very, you know, pretty much all black vehicles. Huh. No, they, they don't were... want anything to stand out or anything. I don't know there. where they got these cars, but that's yeah. they always drove the best cars. I can mm. tell you some serious stories off Actually, air. Though, I'll tell you. Our, the people we ran into, she had 18 kids. You're kidding me. Farmer. No. <laughs> no. And my mom, she went there and this way off track. I was going to say. She went there to help oh, pack lunches. Yeah. And they had this big wooden table they could all sit at for dinner. I mean, this huge, like, huge wood table and she said when they made the lunches she had a bucket of, pa- of butter and she put all the bread down and had a paintbrush and would just 
literally paint all their sandwiches with his paint on my line. It's very lower. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, she's like, her eyes got this big. She's like, they were innovative. I mean, like, all these kids homing you in. 18 kids are feeding you. Now it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And then they turn around and use that on the barn. Yeah. I don't think they did that. But, but it, I mean, God. she told me some stories I just couldn't even believe. Could you imagine a table that could seat 18 kids or whatever? Wow. I can imagine. It's like, holy moly. I can't imagine buttering my bread with a big paintbrush. <laughs> Adam said there was other schemes too. She told me. I was like, no. Adam Drain said he literally almost crashed his car. (laughs) (laughs) So we got black Amish, we've got paint roller, black butter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. We're way off track. We're getting closed down tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, This is after hours, even though it's in the morning. I know. That, All right. That's something I mentioned too. That after hours <laughs> might have to go in the afternoon when the the weather breaks, so we can fly in the morning and the evening when yeah, it's best to fly. We'll have to see what charge the... our batteries while we're podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to do a different time this morning stuff. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. All right, on that note, the Amish note, we're gonna I think wrap <laughs> this thing up because it's getting out of hand. All right, black Amish, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I. I you know what? We're not going to go there, no, but I've already gone I there. Know. <laughs> I know. I was thinking some of the stories. I was like, oh, I can't. No, no. Nah. <laughs> All right. Real quick. Uh, we want to thank. Table. Yeah. we got to thank getfpv.com again. Those guys jumped on board real for us for the next few months just to help us out and keep this podcast going. So, uh Go check out getfpv.com for all your needs. Again, if you didn't hear it at the beginning of the show or you jumped in here later, uh, real quick, we have an <clears throat> excuse me, an after hours 18 code. So anything, whether you're looking at flight controllers or I'll tell you what, two batteries. I've had lots of their Lumineer batteries. They're very reasonably priced. They're fantastic batteries. They have everything you can imagine with the different plugs that you need. Um, great batteries. Drones, FPV equipment, goggles, flight controllers, whatever you need. Anything FPV-related or drone-related, they have it. So type in, if you get anything and you spend over $120, type in After Hours 2018 and you get 10% off your entire order. Good deal because... 120 bucks in the RC industry is very easy. Yeah, yeah. Whether you're going to get batteries, uh, new goggles, or you're finally stepping up and getting that new drone or whatever. It's very easy. So type in After Hours 2018 to get 10% off. And real quick, Get FPV is your number one shop for everything drone and FPV related. And again, we talked about it earlier in the show, but their same day shipping is phenomenal. I'm all the way up here in Ohio. I can order something that day, and usually within two days, it's at my doorstep. That's awesome. That's yeah, really that's good, really and no good. extra, you know, money as far as you know, like two day shipping or anything like that. And a lot of people don't know when you buy consumer commercial drones or drone gear online, it's usually manufactured by some unknown factory overseas who likely infringe on a popular high-value U.S. design product without knowing anything about the engineering specification that matters most. Like, a lot of these companies put hours and hours and hours R&D. In, in R&D, and they mm-hmm. get it out, and boom, somebody walks right. out the back yep. door, takes it over to another factory, and goes, here, 
make this reverse engineer it or whatever. Yeah. yeah and it's not even close we've seen it a hundred times not only in the a flying rc industry also the car a lot of times they'll use yeah. cheaper materials che- cheaper material yes stuff like that so if you are a drone oem hobbyist drone racer enthusiast beginner anything or love flying drones or first person view experience or not sure who is a trusted store go shop at getfpv.com and also check out their lumineer branded drones for both consumer and commercial drone gears They're all designed in the U.S., manufactured in their own facility overseas to exact specifications and standards. And the guys down there are great. Their quality control and their uh, customer support, uh, I mean, they're awesome. Sean and Mike down there, Jeff, uh, Roy's been helping us uh, out with the, you know, the helping RC after hours out. And again, if you have any problems or anything, they're great. Hit them up on the phone, the email. Facebook, they'll even do video conference or FaceTime, you know, if they got to help out any of your needs or anything like that. So get FPV, Mike. Need anything? You I might need, need some cameras and transmitters, you know. Um, uh, also, real quick, um, if you want to help out the show, we love our Patreon cost customers. Uh, we will be having, if, if you are a Patreon uh person or helping us out stay tuned we're going to put something out for you guys um and get you guys involved with some stuff i can't talk about right now but just stay tuned and watch the messages on patreon.com but thank you very much for helping us out because that really keeps the podcast going helps us get stuff for reviews and and you know Absolutely. if it wasn't for them we wouldn't be doing the show but if you want to help us out and again you don't have to spend much you usually have a dollar and change in your car, always floating around on the floor or in your couch cushions or whatever. If you spend a dollar a month, that helps us out. If everybody spend a dollar a month, we would really have an awesome show and lots to review for you guys. Oh, yeah. So if you want to help us out, go to patreon.com slash RC After Hours. Donate a dollar. It, def- it definitely helps. And would be appreciated. And would be appreciated. So... Other than that, I think that's it for the show. Anything else you guys wanted to add or what we're looking forward to or anything like that? No? We're good? I'm good. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for joining us on Facebook Live. Uh, It was fun hanging out with you guys. We love doing the live show. (laughs) Um, Go check out getfpv.com. Andre Russo, we hope everything's okay up there in the great white north. Text me something so we know everything's okay. I haven't heard from you all morning. Um, other than that, uh, we're out of here. Again, I know we're, we're going to try to do more for you. It's just been super busy with what I got going on with everything. So it should start to slow down and the weather should get better. So hopefully we can do some more podcasting for you guys coming up soon. Other than that, that's it. Thanks for joining us. We're out of here. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.